Guys, this is the 80s montage. Can you guess what we're going to do tonight? Tonight we're talking about 80s television, the Australian edition. Absolutely. And I'm Sammy Hardon. And I'm Jay Jovi. And that was the theme to? Prisoner. Prisoner. That's right. Biggest, Tell us about Prisoner, oh, Sammy. Baby, I Straight loved from the Prisoner. Mouth. Well, it's amazing because Prisoner was on, I think it started in the 80s, definitely. Yeah. And it was the time where you as a ch- well, I was only little, so I wasn't allowed to watch it because it was quite violent. <laughs> it was pretty full on. But it really wasn't violent. No. It was like, you know, they'd throw a fucking table or a chair and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Nothing like Wentworth. It was a little bit lighter. So Wentworth, if you don't know out mm-hmm. there, Wentworth is like a reboot of Prisoner. So Wentworth that they're making now, which is like the best show on Australian That's television right. that Sammy is in. Yep. Um, is is basically a reboot of Prisoner. That's right. And and Prisoner, the, the theme song was was uh, sung by Lynn Hamilton. And it, it charted big time. Went to number one, didn't it? I think it did. Did it? It went to number one. Bit right. of Lynn, Lynn Hamilton. You she tried to get to a career. Yeah, very sad song. Very but then sad I song. Went to jail. But, you know, um, Prisoner, <laughs> my mum used to smoke cigarettes in the in the um because it was when you smoked in your house. Yeah. So she'd just be fagging away watching, you know, Vera and bloody vinegar tits and yeah. fucking all the, you know, Lizzie, Lizzie. Yeah, our Lizzie favorite, Birdsworth. Right? Lizzie Birdsworth. I'll leave and her I'd alone. Be cr- I'd crawl under the um, the 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 lounge suite and watch it underneath her. I was literally <laughs> underneath her and she didn't have a clue because the show was so good. Yeah. Right. Now, I did watch episode one today. Yeah. Okay. Now. Was it a bit wonky? It was so great. Yeah. Okay. Now, look, everyone's in isolation at the moment. Oh. If you don't get enough ideas from this show tonight yeah. to what you can watch on so YouTube. This is why we're doing that's right. TV is because we're going to give you some um, ideas about shows you can watch while you're deep in ISO. Absolutely. Because we're all sort of uh, sticking to our small groups. And I'm here in the studio. We're in our... In our little booth separately, everything's been sprayed. Mm-hmm. Sammy came in and sprayed everything, didn't you, Sammy? That's right. Didn't I sprayed you? the door handles and you <laughs> name it. If only you'd had sprayed it with antibacterial stuff. No, though, no, just, right? Yeah, oh well. So Prisoner did start in 1979. Yeah. But 
you know, the 80s was when it just oh, went yeah, it berserk. Yeah. It went till 1986. So upsetting when it finished. But we had characters, and I've met some of these characters in real life, yeah. being on Wentworth. Yeah. We had a scene at the end of season seven that didn't go ahead mm-hmm. because, and everyone knows this, it's not new, um, that didn't develop into a scene because we actually got the contract back for Wentworth. So it, I'd met B. Smith, the original B. Smith. So a lot of the characters you see on Prisoner, Frankie Doyle was in the first episode. She yeah. plays a bit of a, a naughty woman, you know. But the first Prisoner episode, we see them in their own habitat. So mm. um, B. Smith's hanging, washing on the line, and they sort of introduce the characters slowly. Right. But it still stands up. It's still fantastic. And it was at the Wentworth Detention Centre. Mm. Um, and it went for a few years and it was something that a lot of the actors were ripped off a bit a bit with. Well, it was a, f- a full female cast, it wasn't was, it? It was, yeah. yeah. Why were they ripped off, do you Because they didn't sign overseas contracts, which oh, meant shit. when it went huge overseas, oh, it was no one was getting residuals. It was enormous yeah. overseas. Yeah. That's shit, isn't so it? So they feel a little bit pissed off about that. All right. Um, and they're not afraid to tell you that too. Mm, I bet. But, um, Grundy did Prisoner. Now, Grundy did a lot of shows in the 80s in Australia, didn't they? They did. And you you and I have both done Neighbours, yeah? Um, you know what? I have never done Neighbours. Okay. I was, I, I've been asked to do it three times, but the, the time just wasn't right. Well, when you go and do Neighbours, just to get off the subject, but it's sort of – that's where they used to shoot Prisoner at yeah. the Channel 10 Studios in Nunawati. Yeah. And I swear to you, there's this eerie feeling about walking into the Channel 10 studios mm. because Neighbours is now the old prisoner set. Yes. So you kind of just feel the energy of the old prisoner set at the Neighbours sort of TV where they have it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always feel weird doing Neighbours because I only do extra work on Neighbours, but I still go in there and, and um, sit down. And it's just an old energy about it and you think, fuck, Prisoner used to be filmed here. Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh, fantastic. But what an amazing show. Everyone of my age, their parents would never allow them to watch it. No, no. But the, you were just so intrigued by it. Yeah. But my mum used to work in lingerie in St Kilda and Lizzie would come in and buy her lingerie because she was quite well-to-do, Brighton. Right. She was very was Brighton. She? So, right? you know, when she used to go, all the screws know this is up. She used to, she never spoke like that. Oh, that's She her? was like the Chrissy Amphlett of actors. Is that right? She spoke very well. Oh, she was being very, a judgmental bitch. She was. <laughs> and she used to come in and buy lingerie off my mum. My mum Judging us bogans. Place in St Kilda. And mum used to love her. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, they they did sound quite different. But most of the characters have come from Prisoner with Wentworth. But I just thought I'd touch on Prisoner because we did play the theme by yes, Lynn Hamilton. and that's why. Yes. Now, we're at the top of the show. Are we going to do any little shout-outs, Sammy? Yeah, look, let's look at – now, what I've done today is I've done the Australian Top 5, the American Top 5 and the UK Top 5 of the 80s montage. Because if you're joining us, if this is your first show, yeah. go back and have a listen to these ones because That's they'll right. sort of bring you up to date, I guess. Absolutely. And what are they? Go for it. Well, in Australia, the top one – 80s montage episode is episode 18, Duran Duran Part 1. Great. Which is pretty good because that went crazy. Yes. Episode 2, top 2, is um, episode 1, One Degree of Separation. 
So people are starting to episode go back to episode one. one. Very good, and it's a funny episode. Yeah, top three, Duran Duran part two. There we go. Top three, awesome, which was episode 19. Top four is episode 17, What a Feeling, 80 Scores and Soundtrack. That went very well in America, that one as I well. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, top five. Okay, so this is like the fifth one. So the first one is obviously Duran Duran Part 1. Episode 2, Controversy and the Filthy 15. Fantastic. Do you want to read out the American one? No worries. So the American Top 5 is um, Episode 18, Duran Duran Part 1. Beautiful. I believe. Episode, uh, the number two on that chart is episode 12, Happy New Wave Year. That's right. Which I think is when you called me. In Queensland. And we did it remotely. I was up north. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode three is, ep- um, sorry, number three is episode eight, which is Sidewalk Talk. Madonna. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fantastic. Madonna special. Madonna special. Mm. Bloody hell. Number four is episode 11, which is 80s Christmas. Yeah, that was a good one. Can't remember what the fuck we, we did. We did Band Aid and, and oh we yeah, of course, course. Wham. Okay, mm. cool. And number five on the American chart is uh, episode one, uh, which is one degree of separation. Beautiful. So we've got some newcomers coming in. That's right. Awesome. Absolutely. You can They're also do England as well, baby. UK. You I'll rip through. Yep. Number one is Ep Sixteen, a day with Grandmaster Bates. Isn't that old, amazing? Yeah, our regular guest. Now I think that's maybe because we uh, talked about Rick Astley, perhaps. Possibly. Yeah. Number two on that chart is episode eleven. Uh, an 80s Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Number three is episode 18, Duran Duran Part 1. Number four is episode 14, uh, especially for you. Beautiful. That was duets, wasn't it? That was with Kylie and Jason. Yeah, that was so, duets, wasn't it? No, 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 it wasn't duets, honey. It was power couples. Power couples yeah. of the 80s. And it was a very English show, so that makes sense. Right, yeah. I get it. And yeah. number five is episode one, uh, One Degree of Separation. So Beautiful. There, there you go. So, Australia TV show. So we're Let's get look into at, it. Yeah. Look, there are fucking heaps. We're really going to have to go for it. This is going to be a long show, guys, so buckle in and let's go for it. Um, first one I'd like to mention, Sammy. So yeah. we've gone through Prisoner. Yep. First one I'd like to bring up, and I'm going to take a left turn straight away. I'm going to bring up Wombat. Can you remember Wombat? Wombat was a kids' variety show that would play in the afternoon. I can't remember which network it was, uh, but it was very, very popular. Then it was sort of a, ro- a variety show. They'd, you know, show you how to make fucking, you know, ceramics. Then they'd be doing an excursion to the zoo and, you know, all that kind of shit. Now, Wombat uh, had the Blakeney twins. Remember Gail and Gilly? Yeah. They were on there. They were presenters on there. Yeah. Um, and now, it, it went for quite a long time. It did, yeah. So it started in 1979. It was on the Seven Network. 79, did it? Yeah. That's okay, though, because it went for the whole of the 80s. That's right. To 1990. Fuck, there we go. So that's why you probably remember it. Oh, look, I loved it. I loved it. A lot of those afternoon shows were were massive. And I'm, mm. look, I'm not sure if they are still now. It's sort of that time slot. But look, it's burnt into my memory. Um, Wombat is famous for launching. Launching the career of Agro. Agro. Who is an Aussie um, legend, icon. He uh, Agro, if you don't know overseas listeners, was a puppet 
And he kind of went on to do a lot of things. He had his own cartoon show. Um, he did sort of different... He Look, he was very dirty. It was one of the... <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those. He went. He he was operated by a guy called Jamie Dunn, who went on to do sort of breakfast radio and stuff um, in Queensland. Look, he was ve- Agro was very popular. He was very dirty, so he'd crack a lot of jokes that the parents would get that, but would go completely over the kids. That's heads. right. Originally, Agro. And you could was, do that in the eighties. You could be a little bit dirty. That's right. And the parents and yeah. pick on someone's boobs without them sort that's of knowing right. it. That's right. Make a make a dick joke. Absolutely, you could get make it. a dick joke. Yeah. It's very Australian to yeah. do that. Um, look, we do that in this show. Yeah. Anyway, so so um, bloody Agro. Here's a funny thing about Agro that Maddie told me when I walked through the door. Agro is just a fucking. Animal, animal from the Muppets. Animal from the Muppets. He's an animal from the Muppets toy yeah. that they turned into a fucking puppet. Low budget. How did they not get sued? They just cut all his hair off and coloured him in the texture. I think Agro went overseas, so oh, maybe geez, they just did They're lucky. They're lucky. Yeah. There's no modifications made at all no. except they fucking cut his hair off. Yeah. It's it's animal from I the Muppets. I think they just bought him off the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he was hardly um, Aussie Ostrich, was he? No, he was up there. He was on the Logies yeah, and shit. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. yeah. The Logies, if you don't know overseas. No, oh, yes, that's right. So Jamie Dunn wasn't the original operator. It was some other bastard. Yeah. And they got Jamie on board because Jamie could do the voice. So Jamie could do the original aggro voice, which was kind of like this. Yeah. He was like a truckie. Hey, fucking, yeah. who have we got here? <laughs> Fucking, you reckon these blokes are fudge packers or oh, what? Oh, You know, it would be that. It's kind of like Michael Carmen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's uh, Wombat. Anyway, what do you got for me, Sammy? All right, baby. I looked at a few things. Um, I looked at a country practice today. Because I'm a bit older, I I really didn't watch the kids' stuff. It makes a bit of a I difference. I watch kind of a practice. Kind of a practice. Yeah. Fucking hell, man. I, I sat there and watched the Molly episode where she died. Now, 2.2 million people watched when Molly died. It was the biggest thing to hit Australian television. And look, if you have anything to do with sort of acting or drama in Australia, like both of us do, you you remember you remember the, the fucking uh, Molly dying. You remember Absolutely. Molly dying, yeah. Absolutely. Where's my Anne, my Annie sheet though? Oh, in there. It's oh, in there. Oh, go and get it. You keep talking. So, so kind of a practice. Sorry, country practice was um, like a. It was based around a hospital in the country, and the 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 fictitious town was Wandon Valley, I believe. There, there is an actual Wandon Valley, um, but I've been out there, and none of it happens out there. It's completely fictitious. Would you believe it? So, um, look, there are a lot of um, a lot of fantastic performances on that. Well, show. Well, you had a couple of fantastic performances uh, by Doris the pig. Uh, yes. Yep. He Doris used to drink alcohol. What? That was the storyline. Oh, that's right. And Fatso the wombat. That's right. So we've right. gone from wombat to wombat. Hey. Um. 
look, it was a cute show and I've actually watched a couple, an episode of it and it's something you could really binge watch in isolation and enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Because it's all online. Now, Anne Tenney, Tenney, I think it Tenney, was. Tenney, I think. Yeah, yeah. Played Molly Jones. Molly Jones, um, she wanted to leave the show. So She'd had enough. So really? she was on it from 1981 to 1985. So she had she had a daughter. I remember that like she had was a little girl. Was the daughter girl. called Chloe? Chloe. Yeah, right. And, and then after Chloe became a really popular name for babies that were born. Right. Oh my god, child. I was going to name my first born Chloe, but I never had a really? child. But yeah. you flushed her down the toilet <laughs> instead. <laughs> I just I just crossed my legs. Um but yeah, Chloe was the baby. So the last scene, I looked at Molly's death. So it's a, you know, you see this shot of a kite flying in the in the air and this pissy flute music. Oh, are you going to ruin it? No, I'm going to tell them oh, what it okay, is because cool, cool, they'll cool. all they would have watched it. Oh, okay. So there's a kite flying. Now her partner. So in she crime, had leukemia or something, didn't she? She had cancer of some description. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she was sick for fucking. She months. was sick. Yeah, but they had to kill her off because she was such a popular character. Yeah. She wanted to leave and do bigger things. But so it sort of never happened mm, for oh, her. She did the castle years later. She did later. the castle yeah. as the mum, which I never knew until today. She was in Brides of Christ, but only really? as a guest character. Okay. She was Naomi Watts' mum, I believe. Mm. Yes, so there you go. Well, That's Shane my memory Withington serving me. was Brendan Jones. That's right. Who's on Na- uh, Home They're and Away now? They're married in real life. Bullshit. Yeah. Fuck they off. They married in real life. Yeah. Absolutely. How do you know? I've looked it up. I've done my research, and um, but yeah, they were married in real life. So it was quite Aww. emotional for both of them because you can imagine putting yourself in that place. So the way that they did her death was mm. that like she was really weak towards the end. They yeah. look, they really milked it. They really yeah, did, they and did. all of Australia was watching. Yeah, yeah. really, all of Australia. Two point two million people. Oh fuck yeah! That's so, a lot of people. So um. They were, they were having this beautiful moment in the backyard and it's all like country setting because it's set in the country. That's right. And, um, you know, they're, they're, Flying you know the she's trying to have some Chloe. quality time with her daughter Chloe yeah. who had been born, you know, who's only like fucking three. Yeah, that's right. And um, they're flying Bless. a kite. And yeah. I saw somebody flying a kite yesterday and I thought, yeah. nobody flies kites anymore. They're it was quite symbolic. I can you know. That's right. No, Any, no, no, anyway, no so does. she's she's um fly, flying a kite. Or well, he is. She's on the bed. No, no, no. Oh yes. Yeah, well, she he was, was sick. He was. He had set her up outside right. though. Just yeah, to have he, a, had. A bit of sun, he had. You know. Yeah. And um. And he, she did her last wave to him. That's right. And he's flying the kite. Like, yeah. Look, look, yeah, it's yeah. flying. And then the kite fell. And that was a metaphor for That's her right. dying. And he looked around and it's just him like going, Molly. And then running towards the camera. It oh goes to black. I've got, I've got I goosebumps. Know. I still remember. It still makes you cry I bawled my to eyes out day. in front yeah. of my parents. And I used to get laughed at as a kid because I had three elder brothers yeah. for, for crying. Oh, oh fucking crying. No. We were all crying and I ran to my room. I, I cried today watching it today just a little bit. Yeah. But it's so effective. I did watch um, a couple of interviews with a couple of the cast. They didn't want to run the credits with any music. They wanted to end it on a blank oh. sheet. What did they do? They put the credits and the music on in the end. Right. The producers went with the credits and the music. Mm. Would have been and much they hated more effective it. If they had, yeah, well, that's what they were saying. The cast, the cast <sighs> were going, "Why did you even put the music on there?" The you know, um, but that was a big thing in Australia, and we had Cookie the Cook. That's right. And Vicky the vet. Matron I didn't mind Sloan. Vicky. Remember Matron Sloan was a bitch? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shell? Shell, oh, yeah, Shell, who... Uh, Sergeant Gilroy. Yeah, that's right. And he was a grumpy cunt, He was he? a grumpy cunt. Now, Sergeant Gilroy... And, and you had... Used to look um, after Cookie because he was an alcoholic in real right. life. Cookie was an alcoholic. He was. And he was a... Well, he was a chef, wasn't he? He was a something? chef, but he was—he couldn't he remember his the, lines. That's right. He used to work at the bistro. I think his name was um, uh, Sid. Yes, something. it was Sid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Look, they were all huge. They, they were. were all huge. These actors. And and that was just historic, wasn't it? So yeah. that's what I've got. A bit of country practice for you. Loved that show. Yeah. Well, Joe Mitchell country. as well. Joe Mitchell was in it. Remember? Mm. She was the younger sort of. Oh, one. and you know who was in it? Fucking Georgie Parker. Fuck, was she? Yeah. Oh, she was too. Yeah. She would have left that to go and do Young Einstein. I think that was the start of her career, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've met her. She's lovely. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She played so-and-so's sister in that thing, remember? All right, so another one that, um, yeah, let's talk about this one. I fucking love this show. I remember this. Um, um, Sid Halen was Cookie's name. Thank you, Maddie. Yep. Okay, so... Someday the wind was hot and cold. Love it. Sweet and Sour. Sweet and Sour was the name of the show and it was on ABC. ABC. And it had a very close connection with Countdown. It, it, it starred Tracy Mann. Yep. The the band was called The Takeaways. That's right. Yeah, and in The Takeaways, it was, you know, it was a um it was a fictitious band of course, but in The Takeaways was uh, none other than David Rain. It actually launched David Rain's um, acting career. Yep. Now there was um, the characters were. Oh no, there was Archie Michael who was playing George Polopoulos or something. Yeah. He would have been the drummer, I imagine. I can't remember. Oh, there was David the drummer? Or someone. There was Christine Yates. Yep. Um, she was. She no, he was the, the guitarist. Sorry. Uh, yeah. That was David Rain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, look. Uh, the Takeaways was the band. Now, what you they had awesome music, awesome it was music, great music. In, in the show, and the premise was about a band who were on the they were up and coming, and they were about to, you know, they were just about to break it big, but they could never quite, you know, they could never quite get there. Yeah, and they'd have scenarios where, you know, the saxophone player would be in the shower and she'd sing, singing in the shower. Yeah, You yeah. know, they were a Sydney band. So they were based in Sydney. I'm sure they lived in a warehouse. Well, they used to rehearse in a warehouse. Yeah, they did. They used yeah, to yeah, rehearse yeah. in a warehouse. So, but the thing that was exciting about it was the music was really good. Really good. good. It was voiced, of course, by Deborah Conway. Yeah. Yeah, she was the, she was a sort of Tracy Mann's voice. But I, like, part of my heart broke when I found that out because yeah. I was so sure it was Tracy Mann That's singing. Right. You know, that was a fucking awesome show on ABC. Amazing yeah. and really different. Now I think they did some kind of appearance on Countdown. Yeah, they would have because it charted. That, that album was huge. Yeah, yeah. That they, album, Sweet and Sour, was a double album. That's I'm yeah. sure it was two two records. Yeah, yeah. In the LP. And they they actually resembled Takeaways. Kind of resembled, um, um, you know. Um, can't wait to see you. What was that band? Um, the Eurythmics. Ah, uh, sorry, um, the Eurogliders. Eurogliders. They, yeah. they, they sort of resemble. I reckon them, they did too. Which yeah. um, I think yeah. kind of helped. Having a couple of chicks in the band. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's kind of right. helped the the uh, 
um, authenticity of the show. You know? But the music still stands up. Yeah. It's incredible. Hey, what about uh, Sons and Daughters? Do you want to talk about Sons that? and Daughters, love and laughter, tears and sadness and happiness. Now, if this show doesn't make you forget the world epidemic that's going on now, coronavirus, nothing fucking will, You've right? you got to go and watch I that. sat here today and watched episode one. Okay. Go and For look at all the dark overs- interiors oh my of God, all the, the Overseas artists. Okay. So, the funny thing is it starts off with Mr. and Mrs. Palmer and now, she's pregnant. What was the premise of the show? Premise is of two twins right. that have been separated at birth. Okay. And they find each other in the end because they're having, you know, when twins are telepathic? Yeah, right, right. Is that what they call it? Well, yes. So when one twin was in trouble, the other one would feel it. So yeah. they're always dreaming of each other, right? Which yeah. I don't think they dream of each other really. Who? But twins? No. Oh, I don't they know. They don't know what I they think look They just have the same experience. They, they should do. All be they do. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, they have these flat, they have these. This pull towards each other, but they don't know about each other mm. because. Um, and then what happens is they meet later on in life and they become sexually attracted to each other, Ooh. right? Which is kind of horny. I remember. Ooh. Yeah. Very horny. I know. Because it was Peter Phelps. Oh, I would. And Ali Fowler. Was his sister. Ali Fowler. People that Fowler. love. <laughs> Sorry. How do you say her name? Ali Fowler was in Shantuzzi. She was. And she I think she left Sons and Daughters and then went to do Neighbours as well. So Ali Fowler like had quite a kind of TV um, presence before she then went on She's to... She's a baby in this. Yeah. She you then know? went on to do um, Shantuzzi's, which is like an, an Aussie Bananarama, I guess. That's right. It is an Aussie Bananarama. Yeah. And she was always in, and she was also in Wentworth. Oh, that's right. Um, now, Ali Fella has a very low, sexy voice. Very low. I wonder if she's a smoker. No, I don't know. But what I was going to say is I watched the first episode. So, if you've got nothing to do in isolation, get on to Sons and Daughters, especially the UK and the American people. So, it starts off... But it's funny though because they use, you know, the mum in Neighbours, doctors, the doctor's wife. She's yes, Mrs. Palmer. Who's the lesbian? Right. Well, she's pregnant. I can't right. remember her name. And they knock at the door of Fiona Thompson's halfway house. Right. And they go, "We need a house to live in." Right. Then. She fucks off and says, you can have the boy I'm leaving with the girl, oh, baby. Gee, who would do that? Exactly. It's pretty – it's hardcore. Yeah. Then after that happens, it flashes back to 20 years later or 15 years later mm. and we see them grown up. One of them is with yes. a poor family. Right. And one of them is rich with a rich family. Okay. So Ali Fowler, her mum is Patricia Cat. Pat the Rat. Oh, yes. Right? So Pat the Rat was played Which by... Which isn't the chick that played in Neighbours, the mother. Like, they've totally blown yeah. the actors out, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so um, uh, Pat the Rat was played by Rowena Wallace. Correct. Rowena Wallace was the biggest thing on Aussie TV at the time. She was like... Unbelievably big. What's her name from Dynasty, the bitch? Joan Collins. Joan Collins. Yeah, Pat she was. Pat the Rat, Rowena Wallace was the Joan Collins of Australian television. Absolutely. She was such a... Oh, sorry, first birth. <laughs> she was such a bitch. She was. She was huge. She would just like turn with her fucking fabulous sort of... 
um, blonde kind of she princess dye. She had greyish hair. Huh? She had greyish hair. She had a, she? like a blondy grey yeah. kind of what you'd get in Turak yeah. if you were getting on a little bit. But anyway, the first episode, um, there's all these dreams that they're both having. So they, they don't know about each other because Fiona's keeping oh, this secret. Yes. Right? Now, during the first episode, they call it John and Angela are the twins, right? John and Angela. Yeah. And John... <laughs> Loses his job because as Angela's falling off a horse or something, John <laughs> drops a fucking factory pallet on the boss's head oh. and then all of a sudden he's fired. So he goes back <laughs> and someone's killed the boss yep. because he's fired them. It's yep. All this drama happens. Yep. And then no John disappears after 15 years back to Fiona Thompson's house in Sydney because when he was a baby, yeah. Fiona Thompson would go, you live at Two Manly Terrace Manly, right? Yeah. So we see some great Australian footage of the Manly um, ships. What are they called? The Manly Ferries? The Manly Ferry. <laughs> we see a lot of tra- – like Sydney had trams earlier on in the they early did. days. They've just got them back. Have they? Yes. Well, we see that. So, such a good fucking show. I'm going to binge watch it through isolation. What was funny about Sons and Daughters is I think they were trying to be slightly upwardly mobile. You know, they were trying to be slightly kind of uh, dynasty with it. Yeah. You can't do that in Australia. Can I tell you, though, there was one actor in it that I had the horn for. This was years after it. It uh, finished. I think his Not name the was the prick with the big eyebrows. No, Andy Green. Oh, okay. Andy Green was the young blonde prick. Right. Well, I had the horn for him, mm. and I went out to Southland Shopping Centre, and I met Andy Green, and I wanted to ram him so fucking hard. <laughs> and Doc Nelson was there, and Bonnie Tyler. Fuck and if off. any of you remember that, it was at Southland's Shopping Centre. They used to have like a concert in between. And um, Andy Green was signing bloody posters and he was in Sons and Daughters and I can't remember his character's name. Danny Roberts. Danny Roberts was Andy Green. So Danny Roberts was Andy Green in 1983, Sons and Daughters, okay? So... Doesn't look like him much now. No. But he was a cutie. I'm just going to show you a photo of him. This was my first crush on TV and I used to chase his ass around Melbourne. That's him there. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. Andy Green. why. Yeah. Ah. Isn't he a bit rock and roll? Yeah. So my dad took me out to see Andy Green at Southland Shopping (laughs) Centre with Doc Nielsen and Bonnie Tyler. My dad wanted to go for Bonnie. Yeah. And... Maddie said, I always knew you were a whore. That's right. (laughs) I was too young. But I got a poster and I tell you what, that poster ended up on my wall. I was very sexual as a kid. That's fine. I understand. I never never did anything. No, I never did anything. But I wanted to marry them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the TV was part of our life. Yeah. So you'd look at – I looked at Andy Green and I used to fucking have the horn big time. But I didn't really know what it was. Yeah, yeah. You know. Mm, mm. But – um. I loved Andy and he was on thing. But if – look, I, I recommend you watch this show because I'm going to binge watch it. Sons and Daughters. It was on at 2 o'clock in the morning in Melbourne for a while. Yeah. But you got to start from the start because the twins, they get separated. Yeah, yeah. And there's a whole conspiracy around it where no one tells them. Yeah. And they want to yeah. root each other. Yeah, really. So it's a little bit Tasmanian. 
Oh, Good okay. on you, Kenny. Good to see you. Right, right. There, you know? Okay. But kind of cool. All right. Well, look, we spent a lot of time on Sons and Daughters. Love it. Um, there was also the Sullivans, which um, I only know of very vaguely because of uh, Lorraine Bailey. She was in it. Yeah. Now, Sullivans was... Uh, Made in the 70s. I think it started in the 70s, but like popular in the 80s. I may be wrong about Only that. Only until 83, babe. 83. There yeah. we go. Okay. It, it might have been replayed. It was 76 to 83. It's a bit of an early one. All right. Fuck it off. We won't talk about it. No, it's cool because um, Christina Harris was in that. Um, I don't know if you know her. I did some work with her years ago. Um, what's his Sullivan's name? Sullivan's was big. Andrew. So Andrew McFarlane? One of them the died in it. Andrew McFarlane? No. no, the guy with the – remember they used to take it off on Hey, Hey, It's Saturday, the Sullivans with – That's right. And they used to take the it off the, the intro. Eye. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Right. So – Lorraine Bailey and all that. Crawford production that was. Also, sort of coming out in the 80s, there was Video Hits, which, you know, used to play the film clips. That was Channel 10. That was originally um, hosted by Emily Simons, now on Home and Away. And um, Shit, really? Michael Tunn, who's really fat now. Oh. He used to be really hot. That now was like that not. was 1987 as well. Video hits. There you go. So towards mm. the end, and video hits was hoping to capitalise on what Rage did. So Rage was massive. Rage started in the 80s. Rage was um, used to play the video hits on ABC, and they didn't have they didn't have hosts or anything. That was done much later. They do sort of like guest hosts and that kind of shit now. But Rage was never hosted. They used to just like it used to start late at night. So you'd go out, you'd That's go right. out clubbing and shit, and then yeah. you'd watch Rage, you know, and it would play all night. Yeah. It would play all it night. It did too. And I remember sometimes still watching Rage and the sun coming up and that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. So Rage is, uh, Rage is very closely linked with Triple J as well. Well, we also really wanted to find another countdown and that's what these oh, people yeah, were exactly. trying to do. Exactly, yeah. And countdown, of course, was, was huge and... Everyone wanted to be the next countdown and it never happened. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Now, Bubba, can you remember Return to Eden? Yeah, I loved Return, it. What do you remember about Return to Eden? Um, Return to Eden, I remember it. I get Return to Eden and the Thornbirds mixed up. Oh, you do too. That's right. So, so I'm, I'm a little bit confused, but. Was it about crocodiles? Did no. It have- so, Return to Eden um, starred Rebe- Rebecca Gilling. Yep. Um, it actually had James Rain in it. Yes, From it Aussie did. Crawl, from Australian yeah, Crawl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was a singer. But I think um, maybe, I don't know, maybe David um, was was an actor and so James was like, fuck, I'll give it a go, whatever. Well, James did Tina Turner's movie as well though, the Tina Turner movie. She He played her manager. Oh, bullshit. Yeah, James Rain was... Um, what? Well, what's, what's love, love got, got to, to do, do with it? it? Yeah, he Fuck played off. the manager. Yeah, really? James Rain was cast in that, made have, a fortune. I'll have to go back and watch it again. Yeah. Now, Wendy Hughes. Wendy Hughes was in Return to Eden as well. She was like the famous actress in it, you know, yeah. like Wendy Hughes. I've met Wendy. Um, she's very sexy for an older lady. Um, and James Smiley. Remember him? No. I don't. Anyway, so um, um, it was set in Sydney and it was a bit like – it was a bit like sort of this one was a little bit up, upwardly mobile. It was sort of, um, um, you know, they were they were they were rich. I've got a feeling James Rain was banging her. Who? 
the Wendy lead Hughes. actress. Wendy Hughes. Not nah, Rebecca, Rebecca Gilling. Gilling. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think they met and then they started banging. Okay, so there was that this rings a bell. What I remember, what um it was partially set in the Northern Territory. Yeah. So they went on a honeymoon. <laughs> they went on a honeymoon. <laughs> so great. To the yeah, Northern yeah, yeah. Territory. Yeah. And all this shit happened with Crocs and fucking um um she she fell in the water. She was mauled by a croc or something. Yeah. And remember she came, they all thought she was dead, but she came back to life and she like just turned up. They all thought she was dead and everybody had moved on. Didn't she have a plastic surgery? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she turned, she turned, she's like trying to convince them that it was really her. But she knew, yeah. she had partial amnesia because of her fucking, you know, <laughs> getting attacked and like it was really camp. She was taken by a crocodile. That's right. I'm an alligator. Now, she would, she would, okay, this is what I remember. Right. She came back to Sydney. They were really well to do. They, were, like, they had they, a big, they had Mildura, a house. maybe it was filmed. Hey? Big house in Mildura? Mildura? On the boat? Mildura's on the river? In a, in a, no. Oh. Mildura's in the sticks in Victoria. Oh, I thought they have a Murray there or something. No. Oh. No, they, it was it was on Sydney Harbour something. It was like one on one of the fucking oh. harbours or something. They were okay. really rich. Anyway, so so um she used to always have nightmares about the croc attacking her. Oh right. And famously they had this um pool at the fucking mansion in Sydney. <laughs> Which overlooked the harbour, yeah? Is this going to be a rip-off of Jaws? No. Okay. So she would fame, she was like, you know, very, very graphically have these nightmares about there being a croc sitting in the fucking pool in Sydney. Right. I have never been able to swim in a fucking pool. And every fucking, all the travelling I've ever done all around the world, I always reference the fucking croc in the pool from Return to Eden. See, I always reference the polywaffle in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) From Caddyshack. That's right. You sicko. I know. You eat it anyway. I know, I would too. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's Return to Eden. What have you got for me, Sammy? I have The Comedy Company, Australian sitcom of the fucking world. Now, someone asked us to do The Comedy Company. Was it Effie? Nick's wife? Wanted us to do Con the Fruit. Comedy Company, yes. Yeah. So Comedy Company was a comedy skit show. Yeah, fantastic show. And it launched a lot of careers. It did. Um, Remember um, um, Con the Fruiterer? Hello, gentlemen. How are you today? Oh, you want some grapes? Yeah, take a bunch. Doesn't matter. On the Fruiterer. It was um, actually kind of like it was playing like a Greek uh, fruit shop owner. That's right. um, But it was actually Mark. What's his name? Hill? No, no, Mark. He played my father in Blue Healers. Mark, Bullshit. Mark, Mark. Were you in Blue Healers? Yeah, for two We should seconds. be talking about that then. That was 80s. No, it was, oh, I think it might have been. It was mainly oh my 90s. Oh, God. You want to talk about it was fucking. N- um, no, nah, it was 90s. It was. It started in the 90s and, and was like a naughty show. See, this was 1988, the comedy company. Yes, it was. So there was also Kylie Mole. Oh, I'm her, my name's Kylie. Kylie Mole. Remember? So excellent. Uh, yes. She had a single with that. It was called So Excellent, wasn't it? Yeah. And she used to say like, 
Like everyone was a bogan. Like so, so he goes, he goes. Mark Mitchell, <laughs> Mark, Mark Mitchell, Mitchell that's played right. Con the Fruiterer. Yeah, Mark Mitchell's a very interesting character. I could He's imagine. Very interesting. Mark Mitchell has these um, yellow eyes. He's really? got yellow eyes. Wow. Yes. And they see through you. Really? He's, no, he, no, baby. He's actually um, intuitive. Like he's like a witch. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that what? Maybe that's why he can pick up these characters so well because oh, maybe. for an Aussie guy, he he's did very a walk very well. He's very smart. Yeah. But he's very, um, very emotional. Tunes very, in on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very emotional yeah. and very kind of, yeah, very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he kind of, um, oh, God, I had this I had this moment with him, nothing sus. Tell us about it. Um, no, he kind of, I, I got him to kind of read my aura or something. Oh, really? Right as we're about to, you know, call to action. This is in Blue Hill. I don't know what we're talking about. But, but um. He, oh, look, I was going through a really fucking tough time. I was going through a really tough time and he like put his hand on me and looked right into my eyes. Shit. Not on my cock or anything, just on my, <laughs> <laughs> just on my arm. Just on my arm. I yeah, still got a yeah, fat though. Yeah. Anyway, he, he, um, he looked right into my eyes and, and um, with his kind of like yellow eyes and like went, I think everything's going to be okay. Right. And I was just like, oh! No, no, no I, was, I was just like, oh, fuck. Oh, maybe maybe I won't top myself later. A couple of days, yeah, everything yeah. will be okay. Yeah, I, you know, I completely do not connect it with that. So there you go. So also... But you know, um, our Kylie Minogue did a song with Kylie Moore, remember? That's right. They, and that was really cute because... It was she was great, the chick that did that. Well, and they were married, ch- Ian and um, Kylie, weren't they? Ian McFadden <sighs> and oh, they were married. Yeah, those yeah, two. yeah, yeah. And then they broke up after the show finished. Did they? Yes, they did. Right. So, so the husband, Ian, fucking whatever his name was. Remember, he used to do the David Attenborough in, in impression. Yeah, yeah, remember? yeah, to, yeah, yeah, and. Um, Marianne Fay. Marianne Fay Marianne played Kylie Mole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and she used to do that. We've been watching, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Oh, she did I the baby. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, did yeah, the yeah, little yeah. girl. Yeah. Um, she's now married to Paul Jennings who used to, uh, who wrote Round the Twist and he used to do those like fucked up kind of books that kids used to read. Wow. Remember? Well, um, I remember watching, um, oh, Uncle Arthur. Uncle Arthur was a big Uncle one. Uncle Arthur? Who's the prick that does... Um, uh, Uncle Arthur was... What's his name? He was on the panel for a while. Um, Glenn... Glenn Robbins. Glenn Robbins. Glenn Robbins, yeah. Who's a funny bastard. Absolutely. All right, so Glenn Robbins also had another character that did the aerobics with the car belt, the car seat, and one. And two, oh, and really? one, and he used to use the car seat belt <laughs> and and stuff in the car. Like everyone, work out, work out. So oh. he was a great character. He did a couple of characters. And you know who else? Kim Gingell, who did Colin Carpenter. Remember? He was in it. Now, what people don't realise about Colin Carpenter, he was a stoner. No one gets it. No, that's right. Because he's not, not like actually smoking weed. He went on to have his own show, remember? That's Colin Carpenter right. had his own show. He had an off he, yeah. he was really popular. He was just a stoner on the dole, remember? Just like a loser. Yeah. In yeah. the days that you could sort of be on the dole and survive. But but um 
Um, so getting back to Marianne Fay, the the name of the little girl. What was her name? I did to do it. I did to do it. <laughs> um, Josephine. Josephine. Yeah, yeah. Josephine. Brilliant Mate. character. Now you're going to talk about um, the the single that she released, aren't you? So excellent. Yeah. Now yeah. it sounds very Stock Aiken and Waterman, but it's not. I don't think it's something that they could have afforded back then. Because oh, Stock Aiken and Waterman was very expensive to, yeah. to get songs done. Especially so, right then. Um, yeah. Robin Smith produced it. Right. But yeah, so it wasn't Stock Aiken and Waterman, but we're going to play it for you now because it's funny. Hey, while we're talking about comedy shows, Degeneration. Degeneration? Yeah, on the ABC, remember? Yeah, was so, that 80s? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Right square in there. So Degen went on and became, I think, The Late Show or something. The Late Show, Remember? that's right. But yep. before, like in the 80s, it was the Degen. Yep. So it had like Rob Sitch, it had Santo Choloro. Those guys went on to uh, found Working Dog Productions, which made The Castle, which made The Dish. Yeah, The um, Dish. Yeah, so big producers there. I only went for one year, 86 to 87. Is that right? Yeah. DJ? Yep. It was very popular. Mm. Um, also, Magda Zabanski. It sort of launched her career. She okay, was in, yeah. She was in D-Gen. She was incredible. And I think, I don't know if Magda was the only one in D-Gen. Was Mick Malloy um, in D-Gen? Michael Veach was. Michael Veach. Michael Veach, I did a show with him. Now look. The Countdown of, Musical. Half of D-Gen broke off and did The Late Show on the ABC. And the other half broke off and did Fast Forward. So Fast Forward was also at the tail end of the 80s, I yeah. think like 89 or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, I think, was on Channel 7. That was huge. Yeah. So that definitely had Magda in it. Um, that had uh, Mar Downey. Um, it also had uh, Jane Jane from Kath and Kim. So so Fast Forward was like the, the, the birthplace of... What then became Kath and Kim? Yeah, Jane Turner. Jane Turner. Jane Kennedy. Yes. Mick Malloy. Judith Lucy. And a lot of these people are still doing stuff. That's right. They're all you in know. D-Gen. Mm. So, so um, they're all in Late Show as well. So, so look, D-Gen was like the pre- – they're all uni students that did like a pitch to the ABC, how about we do some funny shit. Yeah. They used to do skits in, at uni and bang, they're on TV. Yeah. And then, you know, the, here comes the rest of their career. So pretty amazing. Like what a what a, um, what a huge uh, break for those guys. You know what was another huge craze at that time? Yep. We talked about um, rock stars doing kids shows. Yeah. So you basically had Shirl's Neighbourhood. Shirl was Shirley Strawn yeah. from um, um, Skyhooks. Skyhooks. Yeah, Skyhooks. That was a sort of 70s band coming into the 80s. Now, do you remember, was it the miniseries? Yeah, miniseries, Molly miniseries, where they looked at Cheryl in the show leaving. Oh, no, that was Cheryl's Neighbourhood. Sorry. He did two shows. Did he? Yeah. Right. Oh, no, hang on. Who are you talking about? Shirley Strong. Was that Cheryl's Neighbourhood? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left Skyhooks to do that. Did he? Told the management, I don't want to do music anymore. Fuck off. And they went out to talk him out of it. 
and he was already on the, s- the set of the show with the kangaroo and the crow. No, it was like a fucking bunyip or something, wasn't it? Something like that. Oh, no, it, it was, was a, a kangaroo because he had a North Melbourne scarf around his neck, didn't he? Oh, I don't know about that. Maybe I'm that. getting the shows. Norm the kangaroo. Oh, Norm the kangaroo. Yeah, yeah. Maddie, you're thinking about fucking the other thing. Shell's Neighbourhood. No, it's Shell's Neighbourhood. Claude the Crow was on it. Oh, yeah. Norm the kangaroo. Right. Um, Norm the kangaroo. right oh. And there was another little thing. Was Agro on that as well? No. Oh, well, anyway, Norm the kangaroo was Shirley also Strawn had a very kind of affable energy, didn't he? He was very friendly and, oh, g'day, kids. G'day, kids. Come down here and fucking. <laughs> now, my mate um, Ben Gurens played um, Shirley Strawn on the Molly movie. That's right. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, i got a lot you of friends. See that. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't even get a fucking audition for it, but all my friends fucking I auditioned it. for that. Did you? I'm just trying to think what I auditioned for. No, I didn't get a look in. I think I auditioned for one of Molly's little fans. Right. So anyway, so you've got... Um, oh, yeah. He didn't look like a kangaroo, though. No, that, he didn't. That doesn't look like a kangaroo to me. No. Looks like a fucking... But we we, we went there. Looks we like a piece of roadkill. <laughs> oh, he could have said anything and we would have... Yeah, that's know. right. Oh. He could have been a fucking... That was, this is the thing. Did they have the budget to do something where it looked like the real thing, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so so um, what was the other one, Maddie? Oh, of course it was Simon Townsend's Wonderworld. I don't think Simon Townsend was a rock star, was he? No, no, he was just a dude. But the, the thing about Simon Townsend Wonderworld was dog the dog died. Yeah. And then the next episode when the dog died was really sad because no, he was on the he way. Crying? He was. He was crying. Oh. Yeah, Simon went the cry. Was it Woldroff? Go- was it Woldrow or Woldoss? Woldoss. Woldroff. Woolshed. But the other rock star was Daryl Cotton on the Early Bird Show. That's right. Wasn't there a bunyip in that? No, that was Marty the Monster. Ah, now, yes. Now, Marty the Monster can sometimes look a little bit like our punters. <laughs> Especially what, with like the one, Croxton one, news, one, right? And I'm telling you now, I know our punters are listening, but they are going to get this one when I say... One there, one tooth over here. No, when I say to the punters who I love very dearly with Rewind 80s, the Croxton was a different breed of people, right? <laughs> the Croxton nightclub, there were fucking, you'd look at these chicks. It must be Marty that area. Monster. Marty Monster was there in the audience every week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Daryl so, Cotton. Of course, there's that awesome footage. It's iconic now yeah. of um, Daryl Cotton. And he's talking to, he's with Marty Monster. And they've got this prick who's like a fucking gamekeeper on there <laughs> from the zoo. Yeah. And he's with a fucking huge buck kangaroo, kangaroo, like a red kangaroo. Yeah, hugging him. Now, red kangaroos, when they're on their hind legs, they can get up to six or seven foot tall. They're yeah. fucking huge. Yeah. Anyway, this this red kangaroo's getting a bit like antsy. He's getting a bit <laughs> like fucking horny. Yeah. You know when like... Animals, they don't know if they want to fuck you or kill you. Yeah, yeah, like that's right. Like they're getting right. a bit nuts. Yeah. Anyway, like a bit the like kangaroos. people think about you. Yes, yeah. yes, that's right. I <laughs> bring this out. Tony animalism. I bring this out in people. That's right. So, so um, um, the, the, the gamekeeper sort of 
passes the, the kangaroo. kangaroo over to Marty Monster. Yeah, yeah. And the kangaroo is like fucking eating Wrestling him. Wrestling him on the ground. To mate with him. Absolutely. And it's great. And they just keep filming the show. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. you know. Marty Monster's like kicking his legs in the air. Like <laughs> He's get, probably just about to get no, killed. No, that kangaroo is is about to fuck Marty yeah, Monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sort of chomping on him, yeah. you know. And Marty's not in the best position to be fucked because he's a bit fucked already. Well, he's ready to go. <laughs> he's ready to go. Daryl Cotton, God bless his soul, rest in peace. He is in the show. Oh, he was right. awesome. And, and I Shirley's think the girl also... Was um, dead. He died in a helicopter yeah, accident. That's didn't right. He? Or a plane crash or something. Yeah. These kangaroos oh, are like men at the gym, though. Like, now, yeah. was it Marie that used to be the chick that used to be the female? You're host? thinking of Anne Marie from Agro, I think. Mm. I don't know. I, I do know Anne Marie. She was fantastic, too. Really? Dumb as dog shit. But she gave fantastic. me the shit. Did she? Oh. Where'd you meet her? I didn't ever meet her, mate. I'm talking about like as a kid watching yeah, her like, Yeah, yeah, too Shut dumb. Up, bitch. I know. Fucking I know. Hell. Too dumb. All right, so we've Teresa talked a lot about we've, Teresa was a porn she star. She was not Maddie. Okay, so our our manager, a manager. <laughs> our producer Maddie actually did some gigs with um Oh, she did nudes. That's not a porn oh, star. Yeah, whatever. Who, Who hasn't, hasn't done nudes? Fucking my parents came to a gig we of did mine some nudes. at Silver's nightclub. And I was hanging out with hairdressers. So at this time in the late 80s, it was really cool to wear see-through bodysuits that were lace <laughs> without anything over. What? You had one of those on Totally your and dad walked came out in a watch. black. My mum and dad came to watch and I was fully naked with this lace. Oh my up. God, how Madonna. And, and my dad turned around to my mum and went, She knows what she's doing. Hey. Yeah. So dad was sticking up. She but knows. Yeah, she, oh, what? He was saying. Yeah, I know she's what I'm doing. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I only had our knickers on. There was a, I think it was early 90s where you could wear. Um, oh, good on him. Fucking see through lace. Your dad's certainly not a prude, is he? No, no, he, he's not. So, Maddie gigged with Daryl Cotton, and that was the night he met Brian Cannon for the oh. first time. What band was Daryl Cotton in for people that don't know? Okay, so Daryl Cotton, the first single I ever brought was a single called The Little Red Book. My Little Red Book, which was Daryl Cotton. Oh. And he played at the Clayton Community Festival. Fuck, that would have been a huge night. Mate, it was huge for me. <laughs> I loved it. I brought the single. But originally he was with Rick Springfield in Zoot. And oh. I think they're reforming. Well, not with Daryl Cotton. I don't think be. that'll happen. <laughs> Fucking, what's it called? Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's oh, with Zeke. Oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> It's not going to happen. Oh. But he did a great version of the Beatles' um, Eleanor Rigby. <laughs> All right. Was it Eleanor Rigby? Let's keep moving. <laughs> okay. I think we All right. should. So what other shows have we got? Thornbirds. Remember Thornbirds? Love the Thornbirds. Thornbirds was Brian Brown. It's where he met Rachel Ward, That's his still right. wife. I saw these guys on Bondi Beach. I met Brian and Brian's known my ex for years. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Good actor. Brian is incredible. Brian's yeah. an incredible 
Aussie icon. Brian sort of had a bit of a break in the US. He's very Australian. Couldn't possibly be anything other than Australian. In fact, I think he brought Australian to the movies, didn't he? Well, he was in Cocktail with Tom yeah, Cruise. He did. Remember? But wasn't he in... Um, he topped himself what in What was it. his... Oh, did he? Remember? Never, I don't, haven't watched not, Cocktail. Yeah, not really. His character. It's the wrong kind of Cocktail. So, um, and he was also in FX, that movie FX, remember? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, uh, he was also sort of back in Australia... Um, uh, playing alongside Heath Ledger in Heath's second film, uh, Two Hands. Right. Two Hands was directed by Gregor Gordon, uh, Gregor Jordan, who I believe it was his first big um, feature. Yeah. I believe, I believe, I believe. I thought so, Brian Brand was in The Sullivans. Oh, he could have been. Anyway, oh, so so Heath, this was Heath's first, sorry, second big film. It was his first Australian film. Heath had done a little bit of Australian TV. Um, why are we talking about Two Hands? Because of Brian Brown. Yeah. Brian Brown was incredible in um, Two Hands. He played Pando, who was the like the uh, underworld boss, who based his had an office in out the back of a strip joint. In King's Cross. Yeah. Very iconic. Go out and watch Two Hands. Fucking one of the best Aussie films ever fucking made. Yeah. Incredible, incredible. So Brian Brian Brown, because of movies like this, has this um, aura of being sort of rough around the edges and, oh, fucking I'll kill you, you cunt. And fucking (laughs) that kind of thing. He's not like that. Uh, He's not like that. He's very gentle. He's very softly spoken. And he's he's kind of he's got a beautiful um, soft artist sort of um, aura about yeah. him in real life, and in that way he's like Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's like oh, that as yeah. well. Oh yeah, he's like the Aussie Clint Eastwood, yes, isn't he? he? Yeah. Very much is. Very much is. Yeah, has a very tough guy kind of um, kind of aura happening on film and reputation on film. Uh, does a lot of production and directing behind the scenes, but is a real kind of softy, yeah. Like, He's done a lot of work. Who, Brian Brown? Yeah. Fuck yeah. So Thornburgs was written by Colleen McCulloch. Yep. So it also had, um, it also had, um, you bastard. Wasn't he in fucking do, 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 Chariots of Fire or oh, something like that. some other fucking yeah, movie? something like that. Some Aussie Chariots movie. Of Fire. No, it was it an army movie. Girl Lippoli or something like that. Gallipoli might could have been be. in. No, it's Breaker Morant Break or some Morant. shit like that. Anyway. Fucking hell. So Thornbirds, <laughs> oh God, Thornbirds had Richard Chamberlain in it as well. Yeah, he was he's good. He's a poofter. That's funny because he, plays the, he plays the priest, doesn't he? Yes. So he mini wants to fuck Rachel Ward. It probably that he was a poofter Big to play time. the priest. Because he should have. So Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to be in so much trouble. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yes. We'll get there, Maddie. Also, oh, another comedy show, Paul Hogan, the Paul Hogan show. Started in the 70s, I think. Did it. It was huge in the 80s. Let's keep moving. Yeah, it was. Perfect match, Bubba. Perfect 
Perfect. You got a perfect match. Just in case you didn't know. Debbie so Newsom, was, was yes, that her? Greg Greg Evans Greg was the Evans. host of the show. Now now um yes, and Dexter the robot. Dexter Weren't was a robots f- fucking huge in the eighties? They were, but not as tacky as this one. No, Dexter was a fucking This was fucking shit This ass. was shit ass. This was Channel Ten. Oh Greg guy Cameron Daddo gave this a bit of a whirl as well. Oh yeah, after yeah. Greg Evans left yeah so it was a dating show so they'd get people on like fucking sheree from greensboro and she'd, she'd come on and then like there'd be three bro- blokes so it was and it'd tinder be, for tv yeah 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 so it'd be fucking david from craigie burn and <laughs> for, you know it'd be like <laughs> so what would you do if yeah. you parked your car on the left hand side and i got out on the right hand side okay yes or no Let's ask Kieran from Dramana. And Kieran would be like, oh. Did you watch just, it though? Did you I'd watch just it? get me cock out and fucking. <gasps> Did you watch it? They were bogans. Oh. It, no, it is awesome. Yeah. So, so we've also got um, Dexter. They What they used to do is throw to Dexter and Dexter would be like, I compute that they are a perfect match yeah, or some yeah, fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Some, some fucking gammy Shocking. shit. Anyway, and then they'd go out and date and they'd send them to fucking the Wit Sundays and stuff. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> to, to surface paradise? <laughs> well, you know, and they'd go up there and have a route and then just come back to their life. Munro's on surface yeah, paradise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, they'd send them to different cities, wouldn't they? Yeah, Can't yeah. Kind of get rid of them. Sometimes I, I think they remember sending them to Fiji and stuff and they'd be like, ooh. Because oh, they'd have like return. No, they wouldn't send them to Vegas, Maddie. That, no, Jesus. Vegas. They dreamt the, of they that. They wouldn't have the fucking budget for that. The fucking nah. exchange rate's worse than it is now. <laughs> That's Jesus. Right. <laughs> they used to, I think. I think they used to send them all over the shop. But I don't, I don't even think Vegas. they could afford... Northern Territory even. Oh, no. Well, they'd you probably know? send them to Tassie. I remember like sort of. <laughs> Maddie's, Maddie, is, Maddie is saying they sent them to Vegas. Oh, I don't as think if, so. Maddie, they, they'd, um, they, they wouldn't have the budget for it. It was like. Fucking... Maybe the bigger holidays when they became a perfect match were a bit bigger. I think it was Channel 10. I think it was like all yeah, fucking was. tits and feathers and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Peaches and grit. Oh, no. What else have you got? What else have you got? Any dramas? Uh, have you got any dramas? Yeah, because I'm a drama queen because I'm a, I was a bit older. Right. Um, I was going to mention Kingswood Country, dude. Yes, we better before Matt. Ma- now, a- I was going to mention this before with Prisoner. Yes. Peter Tapano was in Prisoner. Now, she was the first ethnic chick to actually get a role. Who? Peter Tapano. Short brown hair, black hair. Yes. It was very rare to see a either in a, a walk on TV. <laughs> so she she's in um, episode one of Prisoner. And they'd, the either, next, they'd yeah. either be speaking the King's English like, hello, how are you? Yeah. Or they'd be like fucking talking like this. Yeah. And they'd, you know, they'd get... <laughs> Maddie's in there pissing himself laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what I, the reason I'm saying this is because Kingswood Country, mm. we saw another ethnic in this. Right. Yes. And Mario? I don't know, but is he was so funny because the dad didn't like him. So Kingswood, he he didn't speak like a wog though. He was on like, how you going? Fucking 
You seen the fucking. Uh, no, he wasn't wogs out of work like that. No, he was more um, just ethnic. Just just had the look. The but the dad used to call him the wog. That's oh, right. The wogs here and no, you couldn't do that now, could you? Oh well, it was racist as shit. Racist as. But, but he, we loved it as kids. But he used to say, "Put you like he used to ask um, Ted." Ted was the dad. Ted Bullpit. That's the right. Bullpits. Yeah. And like it was like he was like a useless dad. And look, it's, it's basically was. the premise of any fucking domestic um, sitcom. Yeah. You know, the useless dad, the all-knowing mum. You've got the kids that are coming in and fucking breathing a bit of life into it. And the girl was going out. That with was Wog. Ross Higgins, the dad. Right. Yeah. Who who he used to do the Peebo ads. That's right. He did hit him with the old Peebo. We could have played that as an ad. Fucking, we might. Have we done an ad? We haven't done an ad yet. <laughs> so cute. We can't play Kingswood one now. Kingswood Country went from 1980 to 1984. I thought it was longer than that on the 7th and 7 Network. Maddie, is it too late to do an ad? Hit them with the old Peebo. Hit them with the old Peebo. Hit them high. Hit them low. Hit them with the old Peebo. Yeah, Maddie wants to go with Maddie, that. Maddie, is it too late to do an ad? Yes, let's check. He's pissed as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can tell. But what I don't know what the guy the guy um was Peebo, name. Peebo. Yeah. Good show though, Kingswood Country. Bit like uh it was I think a lot of the stuff from that used to come from that English show Love Thy Neighbour. It reminded me of that a little bit with the racism. Yeah, let's this do it. This is him. 80s for sure. It is. Okay, okay. Let's do it. Check an ad. this out. This is our ad break. Go and have a piss. You can listen to the ad. Woohoo! You know, Peebo's got a master plan to get rid of all the nasties in the land. They've got a strong range of insecticides to see the end of the cockies, the mozzies, and flies. And just about all the nasties besides. Just imagine. There'd be no more cockies in the kitchen if you peebo round the fridge. No more flies buzzing past your eyes. No more silver fish. Richie Ditch, there'd be no more nasties in the bedroom. No more mossies buzzing low. Give them all the old one, two, three. Hit them with the old peebo. Hit them with the old peebo. Hit them with the old peebo. Hit them high. Hit them low. Hit them with the old peebo. There are three strong peebo sprays. Peebo Pine Fresh. Just because it doesn't pong, doesn't mean it isn't strong. One sniff, biff, they've had the gong. And Peebo Surface Spray kills cockies near as good as two bits of wood. Hit them with the old Peebo. That's this right. This would have been before country practice. Hey? This would have been before country practice. It would have. <laughs> fucking hell. My balls were between those two fucking bits of wood. <laughs> So you've got oh. Pine Fresh, you've got Surface Spray and Power, power Spray. Power Spray. Hit with the old Peebo. I reckon Hit that with Power the old Spray give you cancer. Yeah, that's Power right. Spray. Yeah, it doesn't have to stink to fucking work. No, does it? <laughs> it doesn't. Hey, so don't fucking think that. <laughs> no, that's that, that is an, <laughs> That's an awesome ad. So Ted Bullpit, remember he used to say when the Wog used to come in and he'd go like, the Wog used to ask him if he could get a beer and he'd like go, yeah, put your money on the fridge, Wog. Oh. My family say that to Mika. Really? And he's like, oh, okay, Boomer. Like he's got no idea what they're fucking talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so Do you know, but you it, was, it was what was happening in the time. 
racial relationships were fucked with a bit like that. Oh, and yeah. if you brought home an Italian or a Greek, it was a big thing in the Mate, walks were getting bashed and stuff out yeah, of the they back were. of pubs. And it was fucking horrible. Yeah. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, we were quite racist as a country. What do you mean were? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Anyway, so what else? Let's keep moving. What have we got? This is a well, fucking we, long look, episode. Look, you know what? We should really um, talk a little bit about Neighbours because people are going to expect it. Right. We've sort of spoken about Neighbours before, though. at length. And Neighbours, you know, everyone was in it, really. Yes. I, I've been on it. Yeah. Doing nothing, but I've yeah. been on it. Um. But Neighbours was a big one. Uh, worth a mention would I, be... I kind of... I want to talk about some sort of weird ones. Yeah. So what about the Curiosity Show? Can you remember that? I hate Curiosity it. Show. No. Would not watch this if you fucking paid And me. it had two... Okay. what it, it was like a kids variety show and it was like around science... So there were two main nerds, two professors, yeah. and I can see them so <laughs> – yeah, Maddie says two sex pest hosts. <laughs> Absolutely. Remember one had like Abraham – A moustache? No, one of them had a moustache and he was like a whiny, fucking little wiry thing. And then the other one had like those um, Abraham Lincoln mutton chops coming right. down and he was a bit taller and probably, you know, it was probably the, the biggest um, – uh, pedo. No, 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 I'm joking. <laughs> they're not, they're not. I'm joking. It's only a joke. It's only a joke. Don't sue us. Anyway, Rob so, Morrison oh, and Dan are. Hutton. Look, he does have a fucking... See, he's got like a goatee but no moustache and the other one's got the moustache. Yeah. So when they would have pashed each other, it would have been, <laughs> <laughs> would have been perfect. Anyway, so they used to do like science experiments. Yeah, it went for a while, kind of 1972 shit. to 1990. It was very popular. Yeah. Oh, so, I wouldn't have um, watched it. They um it was they used to do science experiments and shit and, yeah. and they were nerds. I was never into science or yeah. geography. Yeah, no one was. Anyway, like it was <laughs> um uh, they were kid, it was a kids show. And there was also Mully Grubs. Can you remember Mully, Mully Grubs? Mully Grubs was great. Fuck yeah. Mully Grubs was sort of mid eighties. And that was more Very, based. It was kind of ones. like a chroma keyed face with makeup on it. Which used to scare the shit out Absolutely. of me. Absolutely. And she'd like, she'd like go, Bernard, hey <laughs> Bernard. Who the fuck was Bernard? I know, right? Mully Grubs was pretty good though because it was like watching a car crash, have this face, they'd chroma keyed or done something with a green screen. Green screen. And they had the Everything. Lipstick. And she used to talk like Everything this. but the eyes and the mouth. Oh, Bernard, Shocking. I'm going to fucking do this. Did you ever meet Bernard? Did we ever fucking see Bernard? No. Fuck. I don't think we nah, did. We did. That's a way of fucking. But wasn't kids there some life. people that used to host on it? Let's just have a listen to the Mully Grubs now. <laughs> I think I'd like to be a frog today. <laughs> ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> That's the sound frogs make, you know. Fucking I swear horrible. to God, she's voiced by. Some Aussie, <laughs> some Aussie presenter or or something. Okay. I swear to God, Maddie will tell me the answer. <clears throat> well, anyway. that started in 1988 and went till 1996. Really? And it was in Adelaide. That explains it. That explains it. it. I they love smoked Adelaide. weed. Five hundred and fifty they... episodes were made. Yeah, yeah. Also, kids shows. Um, Sammy, the yeah. Henderson Kids. Henderson Kids. Henderson Kids was a drama set. 
in a coastal town, <laughs> I think in New South Wales, I'm not sure, and it had Nadine Garner. It did. Now, Nadine Garner in the 80s was fucking massive, yeah? Huge. As a child actor. Huge. She was fucking good. Yeah. She could act. She was good. She was good. Look, the child actors in those days were Nadine Garner, Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue was also in the yeah, Henderson in Kids. show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was a bitch. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Kylie was like a bit of a bully, I think. Now, I've got a bit of a story about Cowboy. What? Mark Hensley. Who's that? Cowboy was the one in the show. Oh. Do you know our girlfriend Lisa? Yes. Dated him for years. Oh. They used to live together in Richmond. Cowboy was her boyfriend. Yeah. When she was very young. Because Lisa used to do a morning show in Shepparton. She was actually a, a she used to do a morning show in Shepparton, a kids show. What, on the radio? No, TV. Fuck, really? Yeah, she never talks what, about like it. like a local? Local Shepparton show. Oh. And she met Cowboy and they started dating. What was Cowboy's real name? Mark Henzy. Oh my God! He, Ma, didn't he come from? Um, didn't he come from YTT? I don't know. Maybe he might something have. might have. Didn't he have like big full on eyebrows and blonde hair? He had blonde hair. I think he did. Ben Mendelsohn was also in in. I love Ben Mendelsohn, mate. He is massive now. Yeah. Now, poor old Mendo. I used to be mates with Mendo. Yeah. Um. He. Look, he was he's an awesome actor. Always was. Amazing. Um, he went on to do um, like Aussie films. He did an Aussie film with um, Claudia Carvin. I can't remember the fucking name of it. It was about a car. I can't remember the name of it. Steve Bisley was in it. The Big Steel. Right. The Big Steel. Yep. That's an awesome fucking 80s yep. film. Aussie one. Had Steve Bizzo in it as well. Anyway... Hendo, um, Hendo was in that fucking Ben um, Hendo, Ben Mendo, <laughs> Ben, ben Mendo. He was Great also actor. in. He was also in Cossie, which came out in the eighties with Tony Collette. Yeah. Now look, what do I ben, love him in? I'm just trying to remember. Ben had a bit of. He a, was in Love My Way. Yes, Bubba. Yeah. Yes, in the second series. That's right. He's big in America now. He is huge. So love my. He did Love My Way for a little while, and did that. And then uh, I loved him in that. Then he was in Lantana. Or Lan- yeah, Lantana. Lantana. If you're yes. from Brighton, that was a big show. Yes. So that launched the careers of Sullivan Stapleton, of Ben Mendelsohn in the US. Yeah. Yep. And um, see, I love a drug. No, Bubba. It wasn't Lantana. It wasn't Lantana. It was Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. It was Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. Because Lantana was that other guy. It didn't have Mendo in it. No. Uh, Who's the other Aussie Animal guy? Animal Kingdom. Vince Colossus. No, no, no. Another guy. Oh, he was big anyway. But Annie Jones was in um, the Henderson Kids as well. Oh, yes. So we start to see the neighbours cast in this. Yeah, strangely. So Nadine Garney had Ben Mendelsohn, Nicholas Eady. Right. Nicholas Eady. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Here we go. What's the fucking story about Nicholas Eady? Nicholas Eady. He's still alive. He's a young. He's a lovely guy. Yeah. He's a lovely guy. He's um was very attractive back in the day. Yeah. Was a massive fucking TV star. He um 
he likes the guys. Does he? And was very promiscuous. Wow. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Alex Paps was in it too. I met Nicholas Edie very briefly. Yeah. Um, and it was I needed to go and have a wash afterwards. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, he he <gasps> kind of How he, exciting. He wanted to tear me apart. Yeah, he would have. He's only human. But look, he's still attractive. He was he was stunning when now, he was Now, can young. I just tell you something about It was quite the scandal. I went in the 80s, I won the L'Oreal hair competition where I got to meet Pseudo Echo. Oh. And Cowboy was hanging around the the uh, Pseudo Echo thing at Myers. We had a Myers meeting and I was like, why the fuck is this guy from the Henderson Kids came, hanging around? Yeah. Now, Vince Lee from Pseudo Echo was banging Nadine Gardner. Garner. Okay. Yes. Gardner. Yes. And the I remember was when he? I – Yeah, 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 for a while. Broke his heart. Really? Anyway, yeah, yeah. People don't know this. I actually knocked on the door of Vince Lee's apartment in South Yarra, maybe eighty nine, mm-hmm. and she answered the door. Oh. Now I'm a big Henderson Kids watcher, so I automatically at eighteen think I'm in the TV show because yeah. if you don't see, you know, someone open the door that you've seen on TV. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, hi. <laughs> right? And it's like, I don't know this chick, but because I've seen her on TV. Yeah. Anyway, shortly after that, Nadine left Vince and right. I started working with Vince Lee in a duo. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, we've got to mention. Yep. Hey, Dad, really quickly, and then we'll keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> of course we do. Now, hey, Dad, I mentioned hey, Dad in the same breath as come on, kids. Pedophilia. No, come on, kids was another show. <laughs> Come on, kids. What the fuck? Come on, kids. I know. That's a bit rude. I know. It's very rude. I don't I don't mean to tie those two shows together. together. Um, that was unfortunate. I liked Hey Dad. Did you? You know, before all this stuff happened. Yeah. There was a bit of controversy around Hey Dad. I'm sure all of us in Australia know what it is. That's right. Basically, Hey Dad was an Australian Cosby show. <laughs> All right, with no African American people in it. That's right. But there was a parallel there that I won't bring up. Okay, so the other hey is hey hey it's Saturday. Oh my god, brilliant! Hey hey it's Saturday started as a kids show. It, it used did. to start during the day. It was film. It was, sorry, it was it was um uh, um aired during the day. Uh, Jesus, that's Christ. right, mate. Um, it was aired during Folks the day. Are dumb where I come from. It was um yeah, that's right, mate. Or oh, Queensland all the way. Um It was a morning show for kids. Yeah. Daryl Summers. It was so, so popular. So popular. It had Ozzy Ostrich. Yep. Yeah? Yep. Over time it did look, and what happened, they asked him to they they asked him to make it a night show. And this is this happened in the eighties when it went from being a kid's show. To a night show, and it played at Saturday night. It was fucking huge. So you imagine that? You imagine like a, a show going from being a popular kids show in the in the morning, Saturday morning, to hey, we're going to try something out. You're going to be on Saturday night. Well, I was around when it was on in the Saturday morning. Right. It didn't change the format of being adultish. Yeah. It still yeah. had that 
funny adult joke stuff, because they rated so well, they yeah. wanted to move it to Saturday night. Yeah. Um, because they wanted to – it was huge, right? Yeah. But I had the record, Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Oh, yeah. There was a record that came out, a vinyl record with Ozzy and Daryl on the cover, which was incredible. I know what you're saying, Maddie. But they were on in the morning, Saturday mornings, and it was still Mrs. McGillicuddy. It had Mrs. McGillicuddy. That's right. She had, had no teeth. That's right. They used to do – and then John Blackman was <laughs> doing all the jokes. It was still – Freaking like your parents would laugh at it. Yeah, it was still a family show. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that's right. Dickie Nee, I don't think was on no, until bought, very okay. late. So when they made it a night show, they brought on all these other characters. Mm. They had uh, Red Simons from Skyhooks. He yep. he was in the house band. That's right. So he they was. sort of modelled it on the Johnny Carson show, which had like a house band. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they had. Um, Dickie Knee, which like he, he – it was like a hat with a wig on a stick and he used to come up and he'd make like bawdy comments and stuff and he'd be um, – there was the, the, the fucking guy doing the voiceovers. What was his name? Um, that was um, – oh, my God, we I talked just about him in before. Pa- John – John Blackman. Blackman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, who unfortunately now has a sort of condition. Yeah, he does. Anyway, um, John Blackman. Yeah. There was um, the cunt on the saxophone. What's his name? Uh, Wilbur Wilde. Who was in what 80s band? Old 55 or Old no. 55? No. What 80s band? He what might have been. He sort of did Jojo Zepp for a while. Right. But his band was Old 55. Right, okay. So Wilbur had one eye looking at you, one eye looking for you. Remember yeah, him funny yeah, eyes? Yeah. And you also had um, – um, Wilbur was on that. They were in the house band, but mm. they always used to butt in and add in like funny bits and fucking dirty bits he was and everything. Funny. Yeah. So Daryl was like the straight guy. Yeah. And he had all these supporting characters coming in and adding like mum and dad jokes and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And but I think largely, they used to pick on Crystal for being the homosexual because Crystal was banging Molly. Who? Crystal. Crystal, Crystal used to do. Um, I'm pretty sure Crystal did Dickie Knee. He used to work Dickie Knee. Oh. And they'd go, ah, oh, Crystal, and he was camp. While he was down there, he was bloody. Yeah, yeah. So they had a go at him because I think Crystal and Molly were dating for a little while. So Right. So Molly was on there. So once yeah. Countdown finished. Yes. Once, once, um, once Countdown finished, yeah. Molly came and he used to do a music segment. This is many years after, yeah. Yes, absolutely. that's right. Yeah. He used to do a music segment on Hey Hey It's Saturday and it was huge. Melodrama or Molly's something? melodrama. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to pick on Molly yeah. relentlessly. Yeah, they did. One for probably being a poof. Yeah. But also because he was like, Molly was probably pissed doing it. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Molly loved, still loves it. I've heard that See, he still Molly loves See, really it. brought an international flavour to the show. He and did. look, to be honest, um, to be honest, um, uh, if any internationals came to Australia, they would do the midday show with Ray Martin. Yep. Or they would do Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. They'd come on Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Yeah, that's right. You know, they had fucking St- Sylvester Stallone on there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also Plucker Duck. So Plucker came later. On. Later, Plucker yeah. was very popular. Yeah, they used to do Plucker Duck, Plucker Duck, not a chicken or a, a cow. cow, and they used to spin a wheel, and you'd they'd get people from the audience, and you'd win prizes and shit. And well, they used to do red faces. Red Simons would be 
Red Simons would be like the prick. Yeah. And they would get sort of famous guests to come on and be the other judges of um, Red Faces. Now, Red Faces was like the birthplace of all kinds of Australian talent. It was. Had fucking yeah. Kate Blanchett on there when she was in drama school. Oh, when my she was in God. Uni. Yeah. Eric from 1927. Really? Yep. He was he was definitely discovered there, but is this is right? going into the nineties anyway. Or the well, it's 2000s. going into the nineties, but it was a popular fucking eighties show. Uh, Huge eighties show. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we should talk about Countdown while we're on the subject. Yeah, go for it. Countdown started in the seventies. Yep. It was in black and white TV when it first started, and I think John Farnham was the first one to go on that show. Is that right? But Countdown eventually TV turned to color because a lot of these shows. We've got to remember, 70s to the 80s, they went from black and white to colour. That's right. Which is, kids would not even understand Countdown that Countdown wasn't um, <clears throat> black and white though, first was it? I think it was, honey, yeah. And I Jesus, think John really? Farnham was the first one to go, this is Countdown, because John Farnham was still the, the, the child of Australia. Well, it was Johnny Farnham. Johnny he? Farnham, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm. And it was way before, all you know, You're the Voice Fucking and all you're that the stuff. Voice. But that, that was a comeback for him completely. Yeah, that's right. But they mm. still had the leftovers of Johnny Farnham. Now, of um, course, Countdown was a music show where they would talk about music. They'd have live acts play uh, in the studio, which was ABC Studios in Elstonwick. That's right. Um, which is currently being torn down to be turned into apartments, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. It's kind of behind the, the classic cinemas in 1974 it started. Okay, there we go. So, so – um, did they mime? They did. Yeah, they? they did. They mimed. See, a lot of artists didn't like that about it. They wanted to play light, but they didn't have the production costs. But Top of the Pops is like that as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it was what you did. You know, you'd come on the show, promote your, you'd promote your album and stuff, and they'd have international guests, um, and you would mime. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, no, well, I know that um, Cold Chisel got upset about that and they smashed up the – the set on the Countdown Music Awards really? because they were upset that they had to mime. Oh, yeah, all that shit off. used to go down. That is fucking ridiculous. But Molly used to put people on the fucking map. If you're Absolutely. on Countdown as an act, 85% of the time you were going to be the next big thing and every international artist would come here and be on Countdown. Yeah, yeah. Elton John, Duran Duran and a lot of – yeah, Iggy mm. Pop was the famous Iggy, Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop was off his face. Incredible. Yeah. Best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Kim Wilde's another one I remember where yeah. she went, I don't understand the question at all. Oh, that's right. right? He inter- Molly interviewed Prince Charles and was like pissing himself, remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was just shitting himself. Yeah, wouldn't be now. Nah. Fucking Prince has got coronavirus, oh, mate. Oh, no. He wouldn't be kissing well, his ass. Fingers crossed he... Fucking recovers. Hopefully. Mm. All right. So look, this this is becoming the show that never end ended. We've tried to p- pile in. Obviously, we're leaving out heaps and heaps, but we're getting to the end, and we are we are building up. We've actually got a celebrity uh, a yes. quick interview that I did a celebrity interview. Now. The last show that we're going to mention is YTT, Young Talent Time. Young Talent Time. Young Talent Time started in the 70s. It may have even started in the 60s, but it was fucking huge in the 80s. 75, I think. Right. It was famous for sort of launching the careers of, say, Debbie Byrne. Yep. Jamie Redfern. Tina Arena. Yes. 
She was famously on there. She was. Yes. Um, so, there was also Dennis Walter, who turned out to be a Tatslotto host. Oh, and he they pull him out of the mothballs every year they at the do. Um, Carols, by Carols, Carols by Candlelight. Absolutely. Every year. And, and who, he sings like, When a child My mum loved born. Dennis Walter. He had albums out, you know. Oh, who cares? Hundreds of albums. I used to work with 1971. His I was one, and I remember the first episode they did. Um, it was in black and white TV. Oh. Up, up and away in my beautiful, my beautiful <laughs> balloon. I remember it as a kid. I remember them doing that. Now, what was really unique about Young Talent Time? They were kids. It was it was kind of a variety show for kids. They do skits. Yep. But they do songs. They'd yeah. fucking act out. They'd they'd perform popular songs. Yeah. They would. So it was basically show talent, uh, showcasing the talents of these little triple threats and trying triple to threat. yeah yeah and trying to. <laughs> it was our answer to the Mickey Mouse Club, really. In America. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Johnny Young was the uh, patron of the show, the presenter of the show, and he um, made your skin crawl. No, no, no. He was <laughs> he was <laughs> he kind of had a bit okay, so we got he, <laughs> he was like <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. Okay, so the the kids that oh, this is the thing. <laughs> so the thing about the thing about uh, YTT which made it so um, um, special to us as kids in the eighties was you had kids our age yeah. on TV yeah. being themselves. Yeah, that's so right. apart from like the drama series that were happening, yeah. these were kids that were coming on, going to school during the day. Yeah. But like on at, at night and on the weekend they would be doing um, young talent time mm. and living out our fucking fantasies. They were, that's right. As kids. These guys were huge. They would Go and do, um, go and do uh, shop shopping centre appearances as a group, and they'd be like bloody riots. There'd be kids getting yes. crushed. There'd be they would never anticipate the the response that they would get. And they, yeah. you know, they would not have, you know, they wouldn't have security set up. Fucking kids would storm the stage. They'd have to get like people from shops coming out and having to, you know, pull the kids off. Excuse me. So anyway, <laughs> they, they'd have. <laughs> okay, so the kids that they had on the show in it the eighties for eighteen years, but I think the eighties was where it was huge. Joey Peroni was fucking huge. Joey Peroni was great. You had Joey Peroni. You had Michael Campbell. Karen Dunkerton, I can't remember her. Karen was the skinny one that got anorexia. Okay. Yep. We had Katie Van Ree. Katie Van Ree was the fat one. <laughs> Who didn't have Who anorexia. Who didn't have anorexia. Probably should have. Yeah. Um, Mark McCormick. Mark was the white guy with the blonde hair that was kind of cute but a bit of a dad. Did he have really um, – oh, no, it can't have been him. I would have been too young. Danny Minogue. So Danny Minogue came on as a really little girl in gorgeous. 82. Yep. Um, and she left in 88 to go on to do Home and Away. I think it was the end of her time though. Well, they had they this were only kind of, 16, I no, think. No, see, they had this policy mm. which when they turned 16 they had to leave. Yep. 
Um, because that they, they would have been like around because you couldn't kids finger them anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'd start telling people. They'd start telling people. <laughs> they started telling people. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah, yeah, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, Danny yeah. Minogue was on there, and she they was couldn't keep fucking any awesome, gorgeous. Danny Minogue would gorgeous. Danny Minogue would go on there and do like Madonna, like gonna dress you up. Yeah, she would. She was and like she, she'd great. do it like Madonna did it. Like she was fucking amazing. She was. Awesome. Anyway, Vince Del Tito. Look, Vince was cute. He couldn't sing for shit. I think he was banging Danny though. Probably. He would have been banging all these girls. No, he was banging Danny, but now he bangs that fucking DJ chick. Manages who? it. Who? Oh. Um, With the uh, long hair. The, the one who had that, um, yeah, the little Jewish one. Uh, I don't know. I think she's, she's Italian. I don't think she's Jewish. What's her fucking name? Um, they live together and he's got a studio and he does all their music. Um, Girl DJs, let's Google that. I bet it comes up. DJ Caruana, DJ Havana. Havana. Havana Brown. Yes, he's banging her. Havana Brown. Well, he was last time I heard. Fuck off. Yeah, no, he's, he's really fat and old now. No, no, no. She's he's gorgeous, right. really. No, no, no. Well, you know, he's famous. He was cute. He was. he was. He couldn't sing, though. Nah. But he was older than me. I was kind of scared he, of him. He was sort of the woggy one that could sing, but yeah. not really. Then there was Bevan Adensall. Can you remember Bevan? Bevan? He was a bit of a dickhead. <laughs> Bevan, I thought, remember? was a fairy. I thought Bevan I was a little a bit. Fairy. He's not. He's married. <laughs> but we all put money on it that Bevan was nah, a bit gay. Nah, he was just a dickhead. But he was he just, was just bit, so out of touch. Dumb. No, he's but he's kind of hotter as he's gotten older. At, when he when he got older, he got he was hotter. Yeah, he was. I remember him singing um I wanna know what love is oh. on the show and I thought, ooh. Fucking cock like, and even, balls. Like, even at that age. This is what I'm talking about, right? Even at that age. I was a little kid on a farm. Yeah. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know whether I wanted to be Bevan. Yeah, or right. Be around or Bevan. Or bend him over. You know? Ben I don't know over. what I would have done. Anyway, so there was <laughs> Vanessa Windsor. Can you remember Vanessa? What did she look like? I don't know. Vanessa Windsor? I think she might have been a wog. No, that was Lorena. Lorena, Lorena I did Lorena a Madonna Navoa. show with. I fucking love Lorena. Lorena she was had, hot. She had the most Roman nose you can she imagine. Did. Lorena I met and she did a Madonna show for a while in the 90s. Did she? And she asked me to be a background dancer. And you went, fucker. I well, don't I kind play of background. Went, yeah, I went, nah. Because I thought at that age I should be Madonna, but she yeah. was all right. It never did anything, though. There was Greg Poynton. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was the blonde dude. Tim Nelson. No, he was the dag. Natalie Miller. Beautiful. We all remember Natalie. Natalie now, Miller. Natalie was kind of. Danny Minogish. Danny Minogish. Yeah. They were like kind of. Friends, but like, you know, um, what's that thing? You can do, I can do better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Whatever they wouldn't give to Danny, they'd give to Natalie Miller. Yeah. And she'd tear it up. And she was fucking awesome. She was in a band with my cousin Matt. Yeah. Called Brat. Brat. Yeah. Did you look it up later? No, we play it in the car still. Oh, we love do it. you? Yeah, we love think it. Of it last yeah, we couldn't. Yeah. Brat. Yeah. Can you remember what the song, how it went? Nah. Oh, no, I don't. Fuck, I wish Good song could. though. Yeah, I'll have to ask Matt. Anyway, so. We could play it. Why not? We could play the song. 
Maddie, play the song. No, but like we could play the song, yes. Yeah. Um, there was also Mark Stevens. Mark Stevens, I think, had really blonde, blonde peroxide hair, hair and yes. really black eyebrows. Yes. I think they had too many kids at the end. That oh, they did. But they held they weren't on to going the older anywhere. ones. They held on to the older ones. They had trouble getting rid of them. No? Well, no, but Tina Arena left and it was the biggest fucking thing in the, on yeah. the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she turned and Jamie... 16 and she did MacArthur's Park. Oh. Someone left the cake out in the rain. Did she? I don't think that I can take it. Well, she did MacArthur's Park or something and everyone cried when we had to get rid oh. of Tina Arena. Oh. And it wasn't for a long time that Tina actually did anything. She meant a lot to Ethnic Australia. She, totally. She meant a lot to Ethnic totally. Australia. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have too many um, wog girls on TV. No. And she was fu- she's fucking incredible. She was probably the first one out of the whole group of them. Yeah, absolutely. You know. So anyway, then you had, yeah, so Mark Stevens. I remember thinking Mark Stevens, he had really blonde hair and really black eyebrows. And I, yeah. I remember thinking... I bet he's got black pubes. Oh, God. I don't God. know. Anyway. That was very young to be doing that. Well, dying I had your brothers. hair. I had elder No, not oh, you, oh. him. <laughs> <laughs> You're very what, young to be thinking. Blonding of. your hair. No, I remember kids at really? school getting fucking streaks wow. and highlights and shit. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. I was never allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I could I, get a perm. I did it later. Yeah. But like my brother's, whoa, poof that. It was very I, um, open I, your heart Madonna. I started I started dyeing and colouring my hair since I was 14. Wow. I, I think I was stopped. too. Well, I have. Yeah. Yeah. But I just went red or brown. Mika or... and I dyed our hair the other week accidentally. <laughs> I was looking at your hair tonight black. going, what's different? It went black. Wow. I got out of it and looked like fucking Liza Minnelli. <laughs> I was like, "What have you done, you stupid bastard?" And I went on the went on the packet. I don't mind it. Well, it's a bit old school. I, w- I went on because I always used to dye it this color. Yeah. Because um, my hair is kind of light brown going yep. into red. I hate to say, but that but it kind of ah, does. Ah, day walker. I, I, yeah, I used to. Um, yeah, because I'm like Scottish background. Right. So, so um um. Um, what was I saying? So I used to dye it black. Anyway, there we go. So you also had Courtney Compagnino. I didn't like Courtney. I didn't either. She was a bit piggy. I wanted to fucking smack her in the head. My mum used to say when we watched <laughs> fucking Young Talent Time, we'd be eating fish and chips and she'd go, oh, that pig of a kid. Who put her on this show, right? I hated her. And my dad would go, that's just not very nice. Oh, she's a pig of a kid. Oh, Look at her pe- nose. Oh, Peggy's not I singing again, I actually thought she? that was Vanessa Amorossi years nah. later. No, Oh, it could have been. You they know what I mean? I, I actually thought, oh, the Piggy's done all right, <laughs> right? Well, she's not. She works. Piggy, she Piggy's works. turned into she's Vanessa Amorossi. She's she, a nurse. She's a nurse in Werribee. Um, <laughs> I, I think, fucking I love think it. she is. I might I go and get is. my chlamydia checked with her. Then. Oh, drive drive right across town to to um to where? See piggy. <clears throat> Why have you got spray? There must be an animal in there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Courtney, I couldn't stand her. No. Nothing personal, Courtney. Something annoying about was she? She put on that face. That whole. No, she was. I'm the best pig no, in the she world. Was re- <laughs> 
she did. She did. No, she, she put on the she face. She used to do that really manic nod. Yeah, like, that manic Hello, fucking, Johnny. Yeah. That's what I yeah. think too. Yeah. Like, no, she'd like nod when she'd be singing. Oh. Like, what are you fucking okay, nodding at? Now, I'm pretty sure Piggy had a little blonde sister that used to come on and do the rainbow <laughs> connection. <laughs> she did. did she? she did. She did. Did she have the sister? I don't sister? know if it was Piggy's sister. It was Piggy's sister. <laughs> I'm not convinced. <laughs> I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that it was Piggy's sister. It was fucking Piggy's I can't sister. Because I remember thinking, <laughs> what happened to Piggy? <laughs> Why but is Johnny, sister? Johnny Young used Why to is love. Why is sister so cute? Johnny, Johnny Young used to love Piggy. What's her name? He used Piggy? to think she was so cute. What's her real name? And be like, oh, Courtney. Courtney. Courtney Companero. And even Courtney's a fucking annoying name. Oh, I w- Courtney I, who? Companero. You used to want to smack her in the head. And, and, and look, <laughs> I'm the same. And this is she when I was a take. kid. She never gave. Oh, God. How do you spell his surname? Companero. C-O. C-O-M-P-A-G-N-I-N-O. I'm pretty sure she had a baby sister that was this cute little blonde thing mm. that used to go, Rainbow Connection. And everyone was thinking the same thing. Oh, How I did think a pig you're right. have a sister I remember like that? Now. Yeah. I think it was. Oh. Anyway, so there, look, there was also Sammy. Oh, there she is. She put on a bit of weight in the later years. <laughs> she did rhythm as a dancer. She fucking wishes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sammy. Uh, Sammy, she's just annoying. Did we ever see her leave, or was she just always there? Who, Piggy? Piggy? <laughs> did Piggy ever leave? No, she never went on, did anything. <laughs> Poor Piggy. <laughs> no, no one could stand her except no. for John, Johnny Young. Johnny Young, because because Johnny Young knew. I reckon she used to get hate mail, and Johnny used to used go to stick up for Piggy's her. Piggy's a lovely girl. No, what I think he was okay, trying so to do. Okay, so let's look at this. I've just looked down the Young Talent Time Rhythm is a Dancer by Piggy. <laughs> to, all, to all those who are criticising Courtney, when you can match her on stage, then <laughs> you can run her down. Courtney has more talent in her little finger than all the critics. <laughs> and combined. <laughs> Whoever has personality. I love listening to her. I love her. This is how bad it got. She's got more talent in her left trotter. Than <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is shit going back from 1992. I can't right? believe we're... We're not making this up. She wasn't loved. I can't believe we're sledging Piggy. Little Piggy. My mum <laughs> hated her. Oh, I did too. Because my mum's not one to hold back. She was so... She was... Oh, she did with God. him as a dancer. Anyway... Um, Fucking! They should have just sent it to the butcher. <laughs> oh no, Sammy. Okay, <laughs> okay, Sammy. Turn a piggy off. <laughs> I turn might watch off. a bit of piggy after this. Okay, then we had Joey D. Right? Joey D. Joey D. Came out. Look, I think Johnny Young was trying to push Piggy out there <laughs> because he was trying. <laughs> he was trying to recreate the magic of Tina Tina Arena. Of course, uh, that um, was it. Because Tina Arena used it. to cop a fair bit of. She would have copped her fucking hate mail she in the sang day as well. with a better face, though. <laughs> oh no! You know what I mean? Well, Tina well, she Arena was much never... more likable. Oh, she wanted, was professional. She just wanted to punch Piggy's lights oh, out. Piggy was like that annoying <laughs> neighbour that came over. 
<laughs> I like, wanted to and, sell you Avon. And, and no, Fuck she, off. Was like, she was like the little friend you had and your mum and dad just hated her coming around. Oh. Like, oh, if only she'd shut up and fuck off. Oh, no. Oh. So annoying. Okay, okay, so you had Johnny D. Johnny D was a little wog boy as well. Johnny D, sorry, Joey D. Joey D. Joey D. Joey D, Maddie. Joey D never did much though. Joey D was only on it for a year. Um, Joey D came on. Juanita Coco came on. Yep. Now look, Juanita Coco was absolutely gorgeous. She was. I had a crush on her. Oh. As a kid, I had a crush on her. She tragically passed away. Danny Nong Road. Right. Yes, yeah, she did. It was mm. very tragic. She yeah. she died Car in a crash. She died in a, a terrible crash. Yeah. Yeah. That was so, horrific to hear about that. I was certain that Joey D was going out with Juanita Coco and I had a crush on her and I hated him. I hated him. I wanted to fucking smash the shit out of him. And that poor bastard grew up and he used to work in Chadston in a shoe shop. Ah. And as an adult, I used to walk past and grease him off like, oh, you fucking loser. Isn't that ridiculous? That's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So we've almost gotten to the end. Thank Christ. We're going to get in so much trouble. So we've gotten up to Ricky Arnott. Yeah. Ricky Arnott is our mate. She used to sing with us in bands back in the day, years ago. We used to have a lot of fun with Ricky. She's an old pro. She can sing, she can dance. She loves a drink. She does. Yeah, she'd always be up for kick-ons afterwards. We had a lot of fun with Ricky. Um, Ricky, we absolutely love you. And she was the cute blonde. Yeah, yeah. We've wanted to have Ricky on for ages because she's an old mate. We're just going to sort of shoot the shit with her. She was the last female. (laughs) She was the last. (laughs) I'm trying to forget, Sammy, what you've been saying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm completely innocent. She, Ricky was the last female to come onto the show. Yeah, right. Um, and she was like the little blonde. Right. She was like the little blonde <laughs> to Piggy. Did little you happen br- to ask Ricky about Piggy? <laughs> no, I did. Oh, did. I know. I brought it up. Right. But right. I haven't done that yet. You idiot. We're about. You know, maybe she wasn't really a pig. No, Sammy. <laughs> we're about to go to the interview. Okay, so, lovely. So, I had a chat with Ricky. <laughs> Ricky lives down my way in the western suburbs now. Mm-hmm. Um, Ricky um, is doing a little bit of stuff in the industry. She's not performing. <laughs> She's teaching. She, she um, is about to speak to me right now. I'm going to give her a call. Fantastic. Hello. Oh, g'day. Hello. How hello. are you? Good. How are Ricky, you? Ricky, Arnett, so good to be speaking to you for the second and time to today. <laughs> How are you? A long time no speak. I'm really well. I know, well. for a long time, a long time. What's going on? Are you going crazy in isolation like the rest of us? Oh, not too bad. I, I kind of tend to self-isolate quite a bit anyway, so this is um, heaven for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Ah, Hey, look, we've made you um, the... the the climax of our show, because oh, of dear. course we're, um, <laughs> of course we're talking about um, uh, Aussie TV legendary shows from the eighties, and yes. uh, we're finishing up with YTT. So we thought uh, we'd give our, our, our old mate Rickyana to call, to see so you can give us your perspective. Yeah, yeah. Now you were the um, 
You were the last girl to make it into the show, weren't you? That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. I actually, from memory, I always thought that you were the last uh, kid to go in at all. But there were two others, weren't they? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. So, um, Jamie and Johnny. Oh, yeah, sweet. I remember you coming on the show as clear as day. Do you? Be- because yeah, because I think up until that stage, Courtney was the youngest. I, I think. Yeah? Yes, that's right. Yeah, she was. Yeah, and her I and I hated were great, her guts. great mates. Oh, we were great mates. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think no, I think I, you either loved her or you hated her, but we were just besties. Oh, were you? Do you still speak yeah. to her? Yeah. Um, she actually lives near me, but so I've I've um run into her around the traps, but um, I haven't spoken to her for a little while. Yeah, yeah. She, she was actually working at the hospital uh, when I had my daughter, and right. so she was actually the first person to give her a, a cuddle other than oh, my isn't that beautiful? husband. Yes, yes. It was just a bizarre coincidence. The, the, yeah. the funny thing about it is um, I guess because the show played such a huge part in all of our lives when we were kids um, – as as a kid, like we, uh, like I felt as if I had a personal connection to you guys, mm. and and it's weird. Like I, you know, I thought that um, Joey was maybe um, uh, going out with uh, Juanita, so so I kind of was jealous, and like it was just yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I think we were all sort of you know going out with 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 everyone. I think yeah, everyone was right. just with everyone on the show. You know, in our own little little way. I was 10 when I joined the show. So just, you know, very innocent. And when you left the show? So it only went for another, so 18 months, basically, um, before it it got the chop. It was just such an expensive show to produce. Um, Oh, yes, completely. Just pyrotechnics, you know, the set designs, the costumes. It was just, you know, I mean, it was in the 80s. So, you know, it was the, the 80s excess. We were just watching a clip of you um, a clip of you with Courtney and Joey, perhaps, mm. and you were singing Bucks Fizz, um, Land of Make Believe. Can you remember? Oh, yes, yes, yes. It was awesome. <laughs> and even the production on, on that was incredible. And it was sort of, I guess, three of the younger ones. And, and I, I guess, um, you know, it would have been sort of difficult with the, with the material that they did with you because, like, a lot of it was – pop music and therefore um absolutely well actually yes funny you should say that they used to um sometimes change the lyrics um to sort of you know make it a bit more palatable and not so sexual um and i think sometimes uh, i can't remember what there was a, a lyric um, that they changed it to, and it just sounded worse than <laughs> what it would have been if it had been left. But yeah, yeah. so they used to try and um, yeah keep current. Um, but they had a you know a huge audience from little kids to the oldies, and it was just a real family family show. But yeah, it, it was, was funny such sort an of awesome singing. Show. Um, God, I loved it. You know, boys, boys, boys. Yeah. I'm for a good time. Yeah. You know, in my ponytail, and you know. <laughs> now, did you sort about of all this like kind in- of stuff? In, in light of that, did you understand the sort of undertones to those kind of songs at the at, at yeah, being 10 years old? Kind of a little bit. I mean, yeah. yeah, I just love to sing and dance and to get up there and you just kind of, that was the stuff that was on the radio and you just sang it and maybe you didn't really understand what it was all about, but you just 
you know, took it That's on right. and you've gone into the lyrics and you, you gave it your all. Was there ever sort of talk in and around you that, you know, what you may be doing is like a little bit controversial for a kid to be singing? Can you ever remember any of that? Um, I don't think so. I, yeah, really. I think the producers were, were kind of conscious of it um, and especially towards the end of the 80s when I joined the show, it sort of probably um, became a little bit less, um, not that it was ever risque, but yeah. No, it was, it was a, a lot of fun. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. awesome. Um, I imagine it would have taken up a lot of your time. It did. I um, I was in grade five and six at the time, and yeah. it was pretty much like a full-time job. So we had Monday vocals, Tuesday vocals again, I think. Wednesday was media. Yeah, after school. So yeah. immediately at three o'clock when school would finish, mum would drive me to Richmond to the studio and we just, yeah, do all that sort of stuff. Thursday was dance rehearsals. Friday was dance rehearsals. Saturday all day in the studio and then Sunday we might get a day off or we might fly to Sydney or Tassie or somewhere Holy for shit. a show. So it was and absolutely just, yeah, sort of seven days a week. Round, round the clock, yeah. My God, that's so, amazing. And where yeah, were you sort really of fun. living at the time when you were a kid? I was um, living in the southeast of Melbourne, so in a little place called Mulgrave. Oh. And That's yeah, so that, that was before the yeah before the um, the freeways got got built. So yeah. yeah, it was quite a quite a long way in. Huge commitment from your yeah. mum as well. Uh, yes, yes, very much so. Yeah, the the families all yeah it was not only a commitment from the kids that were in the show, but the families as well. Um, and often the the brothers and sisters missed out a little bit with <laughs> the the siblings and mums away all the time, but. Right. Um, yeah. So, so when I mean, I imagine um, you know, if you were sort of ten, becoming eleven, and um, you, you know, during that period, I imagine all through your teens, you would have been noticed in the street and recognised and hassled, and you know, people coming yeah. up and telling you how much they love the show. What was that like? Uh, in the nineties, you kind of just wanted to forget it. You okay. know, it was that sort of period of oh, I don't know, it's sort of nineties grunge cool and and YTT was not cool yeah. it was sort of really cool in the 80s and then it just went cold yeah well <laughs> so and, up, and you know yeah exactly and so we were growing up as well we just hit our teens and um yeah it was sort of a strange period um but then everything goes full circle and it's you know it's part of my history and I'm so glad I did it and met some awesome people and yeah, that was, that was kind of my start in the industry. So, um, yeah, really grateful. And uh, you, I mean, you would have hung out with Danny Minogue quite a bit, Kylie Minogue, I imagine. Yeah, I met Kylie a few times. So Danny obviously worked with on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was one of the older team members at the time. But, yeah, they were all sort of, you know, took you under their wing and, yeah, taught you a lot. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, lovely. And you guys got to sort of go to LA at one stage and, and uh, do a show in Universal Studios, didn't you? We did. We we jetted off um, as a, a big kind of family on a <laughs> on a plane and run a muck in um, Universal Studios, Disneyland, wow. like just a, a kid's dream, really. Yeah. Sat yeah. there and had mocktails in the hotel. And Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Did you guys go with your mums and dads or was it, did you have some yeah, of so Oh, mums and dads. We, 
Yeah, my mum came along yeah. um, and we had a schooling person that came along. Um, yeah, all the cast and crew. That would have been phenomenal. Yeah, it was a huge, huge... Now, you, um, you mentioned sort of you, you know, you would have been sort of growing up and had little crushes and stuff like that. Um, and obviously you would have been, a, uh, you know, there were some hot dudes on there. Um, <laughs> you, you know, you were quite young. Can can you ever remember... Look, my, my, my crushes growing up started quite young. They started quite young. <laughs> I had my crushes. So I can remember having crushes on people sort of six, seven years old. Did you have any crushes on any of the chicks? Ah, uh, well, I always loved um, Danny, obviously, and um, and Natalie Miller. She yeah. was beautiful. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah, um, but I actually my little crush turned into um, the father of my child later on. So oh, Jamie actually is um, the father of my beautiful son Lloyd. Fantastic. So yeah, that sort of came there. came about. He is fifteen this year. Oh my goodness! I know. Wow. Do you do you know of any of the other? If any of the other, so, so uh, you know, if there's two members elsewhere, sort of past members of YTT who, who are together, or are you guys? I don't, I don't think so. I think we're I think we're the only crazy ones that did that. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think um, I think we're a pretty elite group. I think there's. Maybe 41 over the span of um, the young talent time when it was, um, yeah, in um, on air from 1971, I think, to 89. I think yeah. there was 41 team members altogether. So, wow. yeah, That's it's a pretty, pretty tight group. And, yeah, just sort of um, talk to a few randomly every now and again. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but we just got this little thing in common, and yeah, it was a good time. Oh, that's wonderful! Now, of course, um, you and I used to sing together years ago, and of course with we Maddie did. as well. And yes. um, I think you may have sung with Sammy a few times. If not, you would have um, you would have hung out, um, you know, back in the day years ago. Yeah, we did we did a few gigs, didn't we, Sammy? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, God, um, you'll have to come back, and and um, if if we don't see you at um, if we see you at a Rewind 80s gig, you'll have to jump up and, uh, I don't know, do Sisters can I? for Themselves with Sammy or oh, something. Oh, can I please? I would I would really love that. Uh, awesome. That would be really special. That would be awesome. <laughs> it's, a, it's a date. Right, cool. We'll work it out. Okay, thanks, baby. Thanks so much for having a chat and we'll speak Thank to you, you soon. Thank you for having me. See you, thanks, Ricky. guys. Bye, lovey. That was great. Oh, awesome to speak to Ricky. We love you, Ricky. Love gonna, you, Ricky. We're going to get you up Little on stage. Ricky. Yeah, Ricky. Ricky can sing, man. She bloody can and she can dance. She can dance. Yeah. She's done a Whitney song or two. Yes, that's right. Because uh, the songs they used to do in Young Talent Time were a little bit out there. That's right. Absolutely. We're going to catch up with you very soon, Ricky. Come to the next gig and we'll drag you up on stage and we will do all sorts of things to you. Mainly make you sing and dance. With us. Great interview, babe. Really well done. Yeah. We yeah. touched on a couple of things that we needed to. Yeah, yeah. You know, it would have been hard in those days going to school and having a job like that. Juggling it was a job. all of that, yeah. And I'm pretty sure they made something like two grand a week or something. 
Well, they let's made hope a lot so. of money. Yeah, let's hope it so. It wasn't something where that's why they all cried at the end because they didn't know where the money was going to come from. Oh, shit. It was the truth. They were out of a job, really. Well, it cost. Yeah, well, that's right. Because I'm yeah. pretty sure they made a good fee. Yeah, yeah, you were, absolutely. Like you were there seven days a week, and yeah. then, you know. And I think it was a, more of a crying about the fact who's going to pay their wages. Well, as Ricky said, a bit um, like we're doing now in isolation. That's right. <laughs> as as Ricky said, you may or may may or may not have had. <laughs> Sunday off. And you wasn't it nice that Courtney helped her? Yeah, that's the, beautiful. Yeah, that's Courtney. beautiful. That must make you feel awful, Sammy. Hmm? No, not at all. No, okay. <laughs> all right, lovely. <clears throat> okay. So, guys, thank you for tuning into this very long show. Obviously, there is a lot to squeeze in, oh like my Australian God. TV in the 80s. Absolutely. It we was a boom period, it wasn't was it? incredible. Unbelievable. Now, like, share, subscribe and spread the word. Get it out there. Get as many people on board. We're piss funny as you can hear. (laughs) Rate the show. Give us five stars. Don't piss around with two or three or four. You can jam your four. Give us five stars. Absolutely. How much is it going to cost you for fuck's sake? Exactly. Anyway. We haven't had a little... um person do anything is it and don't forget patreon people yeah, oh patreon. my god we've had we opened patreon last week because obviously we're all being isolated so you know what patreon is out there yeah uh you basically pay a couple of dollars look it's chump change it's not much but it basically gives you access to extra stuff so if you love the show you can help us sort of keep the motor running and especially in these tough times when um, we you don't know, have any gigs. Lots of musos are out of jobs, and yeah. so we, we, we're um, we've got a lot of writing time and developing time, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you can pay a dollar. That's the lowest, that's which right. is a dollar, and it's a cup of coffee a month, dude. Hey, if you love the show, come on board for a dollar. You allow us to sort of uh, keep the keep the lights on here in the band yeah, room. Yeah. Um, and you well, know, we can't really play music from artists until we play a li- We pay a license every. That's right. Yeah. Every year yeah. from. Uh, uh, APRA in Australia and it, it's up to you guys. I know everyone's doing it tough at the moment but we do have $1 and $2 um, Patreon yeah. and there's different things. If you go patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast, you'll be able to have a look and shop around to what you like. The $10 one though will get you extra episodes. Ah, fantastic. And they're really cool. Right. Um, they're not they're funnier because we we really let loose. Yeah, yeah. So for the the, the ten dollars subscription, that is your where you get your extra episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really funny. They're, they're sort of quite different from what we do now. It's a little bit more, I guess, intimate and um, yeah. It they're, is. They're great. I, yeah. I love the extra apps. But we wanted to do a shout-out for our good friend who as, as soon as we launched uh, Patreon the other week mm. um, and we did it quite quietly because there was a lot going on. Mm. But um, straight away, good old Wanda Hayes jumped mm-hmm. straight on board with a $5 subscription. Patreon good on sub- you, Wanda. Good on you, Wanda. Now, Wanda, what does she get for a $5? $5, $5 get she a- gets to keep the head. Uh, the lights on at the headquarters. Great. She gets to join the group, the yes. 80s montage group. Yep. So she gets to know about early gigs that Rewind 80s are yep. doing and just stuff that's on the show before everyone else. Um, and she gets a shout out. Yoo-hoo! This is your shout out now, Wanda. You also get for the $5, um, $5. Uh, subscription. You also get some leftover lasagna that I had last <laughs> week. 
Um, yes. So send in your address and I will send that lasagna. It exactly. probably won't be edible. Yeah. But um, at least it's 80s. Lasagna was very 80s. It was very 80s. We've got a couple of dollar patrons that came on board. Thank you so much for that, guys. But you can join us whenever you like, even if you – we might give him a shout-out because it was our first week. We'll give him a shout-out for Russell Hicks gave us a dollar. Good on you, Russell. He's from Queensland. Yeah. He's a good guy. (laughs) Um, Sabrina Wilson – was from New South Wales. Good on you, Sabrina. Thank you. Good on you, honey. She gave two, uh, $3, sorry, which Lovely. is good. So that was about it. So there's been there's a couple. From Perth. Oh, Melissa Timms from That's Perth. Right. Good on you, Melissa. A dollar from Melissa. Thank you, guys. Obviously, there are a few overheads with any show. There are. You know, that, that sort of in the past, I guess, uh, cost that we were happy to absorb because we did so well with our gigs. But, the, you know, the whole thing that, look, the whole entertainment industry is on hiatus at the moment. It is. So a lot of artists are going into development, but us who are lucky enough to have. Uh, podcast shows and that kind of thing, online shows, um, are pouring all of our energies into those shows. So any way we can make it better and the support is very much appreciated. Absolutely. Now we're going to sing you out to the end of the show. Are you ready, Sing? Yeah. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you tomorrow. I'll miss you. We'll always be loving. I don't know it. Good night, Johnny. Good night, Ricky. Good night, Danny. Good night, Piggy. Good night, Natalie. Good night, Joey. Good night, Ricky. Good night, Vinny. Good night, Joey. Good night, Danny. Good night, Tina. Good night, Karen. Good night, Vince. Unreal.